If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life, and I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA From the lakes of Minnesota To the hills of Tennessee Across the plains of Texas From sea to shining sea From Detroit down to Houston And New York to L.A. Well, there's pride in every American heart And it's time we stand and say That I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA There ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA As soon as you give politicians power, any kind of power that didn't exist previously, if they can figure out a way to force you into carrying something that lets you enter businesses or lets you do this or lets businesses open, historically, they are not going to give that power up. They find new reasons to use I'll be back. We have to protect those freedoms at all costs, whether you agree with people's choices or not, because it is the foundation that this country was founded on. Freedom. This idea of freedom. There's so many people that think it's frivolous, it's not important, it's not the main thing that we should be focused on, but it is the literal structure that allows this country to be so fucking amazing. Every single country that's ever existed other than the United States, 
up until 1776, every fucking country that has ever existed was run by dictators. All of them. This is the first experiment in self-government that actually worked, and it created the greatest superpower the world's ever known. It created the greatest cultural machine, the greatest machine of art and creativity and innovation right fucking here. And how did it do that? It did it through freedom. And as soon as you see something, anything that comes along and inhibits your freedom, you should be very cautious of that thing. You should be very suspicious. Because anything that comes along that can inhibit your freedom is, by definition, anti-American. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is wow. by a Well, get your going in the morning. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. And and today's show is going to be a little different, a little bit more on a serious tone for most of it. My good friend Brian. And and Brian, you're running for Senate. Uh, Congress. Congress. You're running for Congress in 2022. 24. 2024. Okay, okay. Uh, Are you ready for it? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Uh, what I just played was Joe Rogan there, and a part of his podcast. He didn't like sit down and write that. That was in the middle of an actual podcast. That was a, one like train of thought, and everything he said was right. Yeah, spot and, on. I mean, I, I mean, you and I were talking before the show. You are a retired Marine, correct? correct? See, I I know better than to say you know former Marine. <laughs> Uh, you're a retired Marine. You still do a lot of work with veterans. That's yes. pretty much all you do, but you have another job, too. Yes. You are a very busy man, so let me first off say thank you for making time out of your schedule to be on this show. Oh, you're welcome. And I'm just going to jump into it. I, 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 I don't know where else to start because where you and I were talking before the show, we could go on and on and on and on like that. But I, I, I do have some things that, that I want to ask you. As a Marine, the events that happened yesterday, and if you don't know, there are two, was it two suicide bombers that, that showed up at the Kabul airport, which we were told was a very dangerous place. It's like Stockton. And they exploded, and 13 Marines died. And there were 100 people, you know, injured, lots of injuries and things like that. As, Marine, as a Marine, what does that make you feel like? Well, honestly, just hearing you talk about it just now, I was, I was starting to get a little choked up and teary-eyed. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was twelve Marines and one Navy corpsman. And okay. I, I'll say this: when it comes to a Navy corpsman, to a Marine, that's a Marine. Okay. Uh, they right. they go, they are a Navy person, but they earn that title um, by serving with Marines the way they do. Um, like us, like you said, we were talking before the show. Um, one of the things that uh, I reflected on is. Marines or the military fighting force of the United States, we are not made to, to be in a retreat mode. We are not made to be TSA agents. We are not made to hold a wall and, and invite people over and, and do these things. Mm-hmm. We are an offensive fighting force. Every day that we train, we train to be on the offensive, to hunt down the bad guy, and do what we do. Mm-hmm. And when you take that out of the realm, doesn't mean we don't, overcome, adapt, and adjust, 
But that's not our nature. Our nature is to go in and fight and win wars and do what we do. I've said it in the past, and I, I, I don't regret saying it. I think that our military is the greatest killing force the world has ever seen. Yes. And that's their job. Yes. Yet we've turned our military into a moving company, it seems like, to usher in democracy in places that don't want it. When, when you hear all these stories, you know what these men and women are going through over there. What, what could be going through their heads when they're told they, they have to stay in place or, or they can't do what you were trained to do? Well, that would fall into what we call our ROE, mm-hmm. rules of engagement. So they should have been given some sort of ROE before they went there. But here's what I want to point out real quick. From what I know, Biden has not signed the correct declarations to say we are not at war anymore. Mm-hmm. The rules of engagement should not change. We are still at war in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, we don't need to be on a perimeter of a wall guarding the worst airport we should be guarding. We could have stayed in Bagram, right. which was set up for all this. And to say, well, we wouldn't have had the military capability to hold Bagram. Well, when you pull us all out, of course you can't. <laughs> yeah. So what you 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 sh- this whole thing, and I just will have to say it was a shit show. Yeah. You cannot put Americans at risk, and by doing that, tell the military to leave. No, you you do it the other way around. You get out and you get the Americans home. You get the Americans back, mm-hmm. and that's when you can start doing the pullout. And I know we're going to get into a hundred different things, but at some point. When is it not Trump's fault anymore? Right. I mean, on y- y- day one, you signed like 40-something documents. Mm-hmm. Those were all Trump ideals. Why is this one the one that you can sit here and fall back on? It's because you failed as an administration. If the buck stops here, then then own it. Don't say the buck stops here, but this was someone else's plan. Right. No, it's your plan now, partner. And, and, and you can change that plan. If that was yes. his plan, he it, changed he's still, plenty. He's the leader of the free world. Um, I saw an interesting take yesterday. On a, I, I was watching a lot of news about this yesterday. And to hear it said like this is so comical. Donald Trump was impeached over a telephone call. Yep. <laughs> this man has allowed our enemies to gather millions upon millions of weapons. Yep. Phone it, calls worse. Millions. F- phone calls worse, though. Yeah. And by the way, they impeached him when he wasn't even president. So, yeah. I, I mean, that's the crazy part. But this guy, this guy who yesterday, did you get to see the genius yesterday at work? <laughs> I saw the speech, if oh, that's what yeah. we want to call it. But, you know, I loved his... These are the questions I was allowed to a- oh, answer. Oh, we're about to play that. Oh, this is so fantastic. Oh, God, Joe. I, I, I texted Tommy because this was the speech. He starts giving the speech, and he puts his head in his hands. I thought he had a stroke. <laughs> he literally did. And I was like, Tommy, you have a stroke? And then the greatest thing happened. Wishes to get out of Afghanistan. We will find them, and we will get them out. Ladies and gentlemen, they gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was hmm. Kelly O'Donnell. <laughs> um, who instructs him to make phone calls? Oh, wait, wait, let me ask you a question, because you're in the middle. You know how these ranking systems work. Who instructs a private? 
a corporal. Okay, and then who would in in in, in the sergeant? Okay, and so okay, on. and so on, and so on, and so on. Who instructs the president? In this case, I would say the Taliban. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who does he have to answer to? Yeah, I, I I would stick by my answer. I feel like the Taliban told him what to say at this point because who can say? You know what? Actually, let's back it up one second. Mm-hmm. Forget Democrat. Forget Republican. Be a freaking American now. Right. What? How hard is it to be an American? We are in the free world. It's like Joe Rogan said in the the mm-hmm. deal you played a moment ago. This is the freaking free world. Everybody wants to take that from us. Mm-hmm. Be an American. Set your party aside and do what's right for the freaking red, white, and blue. You have boys and girls over there, and I don't. I, to me, that's what they are. Mm-hmm. Over there, ready to do what they do, and and we're over here sitting there wanting to pass blame or. You know, laugh at. I think there was an interview the other night where he laughed at the. I'll call you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was. He, what? Well, tough guy Joe came out that day. See, every once in a while, a tough guy Joe comes out like when he used to threaten to take, you know, Donald Trump behind the oh, high yeah. school gym and kick his ass. I really wanted to see that, by the way. Oh, so did I. I would love to see that. I mean, if he does get him in a headlock, then the hair is going to get messed up. And that, yeah. That's a win-win for everybody, <laughs> right there. Um, but, and, and look, I I try to be. I, I know that I lean way more right on this show, but I will call a spade a spade. Yesterday, something was said, or two days ago, something was said, and I just have to laugh this off because I'm old enough and I'm honest enough now to tell the truth when the truth needs to be told. When Jen Psaki says, we don't negotiate with terrorists, which administration is she lying for? Is she lying for the Reagan administration? Is she lying for the Bush administration or the Obama administration or even the Trump administration because he even admitted to talking with the Taliban? It's, it's a lie. It, it sounds good. It's like stop and frisk in New York. It sounds good. It's kind of against the rules, though. Well, what, what do you think? So normally in the... You mentioned Reagan, so let's just mm-hmm. step onto that for one second. So, when you had the uh, hostages in Iran mm-hmm. with Jimmy Carter, when Reagan came in, obviously, the the next day, yeah, we we get our hostages back. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, it's no. because the foot of power was about to be laid upon them, and they knew it. So, well, and they they here's the thing. When I say negotiate, I don't mean necessarily give them money for freedom. Right. The negotiation was Ronald Reagan's coming in office. If you don't give us our, our hostages, we're going to make right. you in the glass. And, that, and that's where I'm going with yeah. it. So, so when you now segue to them saying, well, Trump talked to him, at, at some point, I'm sure Reagan's people talked with the Irans. Yep. It does, just because you're talking to them, mm-hmm. you're not negotiating with them. And, and people got to really understand that. Trump wasn't really negotiating with them. He was telling them, this is what's going to happen. Yes. That's not a negotiation. Negotiation is when I say, hey, man, I really like your hat you're wearing today. Mm-hmm. How can we work out a plan so I can get that hat? And then you say, well, that. you know what? I like your hey dudes. You mm-hmm. give me your shoes, I'll give you my hat. Yeah, which There's a negotiation. Do. I would never do. Right those, on. Those things are weird. I, I understand. I, you see your, you can't see your toes. I don't <laughs> understand those shoes. But here's the thing. Trump came in and he said, "This we, we're going to leave, 
But these are the conditions we're going to leave on. Right. He pulled, he gave them the conditions. He didn't ask for conditions. No, he, he pulled gave the them the conditions. He pulled the Reagan. Yes. That's exactly. That's not what a negotiation did. anymore. See, That's me telling you what's going to happen. But see, you have to understand the definitions of things change due to this wonderful worldwide media that we have, because mm. they will say that that is a negotiation. I know it's not. It that'd be like, give me your apple in the in the schoolyard, or I'm going to kick the shit out of you. Right. Most kids are going to give up that apple. Yeah. I mean, that's a shitty bully for stealing an apple, but, you know, we can't. We Unless can't it's a Granny Smith apple. Yeah, we might I mean, have yeah, an issue. If it's got peanut butter in there <laughs> yeah. already, then, yeah, I'm stealing that shit, too. This is truly amazing to me. I, I, I don't. This next story, it hurts me so much because nobody really wants. Chris Wallace or whatever the Fox guy who's on, or. You know, the, the guy with droopy face? Yeah, I know you're talking about. He was on this morning, and I'm watching him. And I'm sitting there, and, and he say, he's talking about this story, where the Biden administration actually gave a list of names of American yep. citizens, green card holders, and Afghan allies. Yeah, I, I posted that the other day. Um. Is he handing, is he sacrificing people over, or was this just, could this be, I, I don't even want to say an honest flub on his part. What's up, Hot Mama? Hello, everyone, by the way. I didn't say get to, through all the good mornings, because we got going, so sorry. But good morning, everybody. Well, the official reading of that was, U.S. officials provided the Taliban with the names of American Americans, Afghan allies to evacuate. So... There, there's a negotiation. Hey, since we're working with you guys and you're the Taliban and you're holding the perimeter, can you go get these Americans for us and these Afghan allies? I mean, we appreciate all you're doing and yeah. uh, just bring them on over here to Kabul Airport. Yeah. And, no you know, we, we know you're the new TSA agents for the perimeter, so we know you're not going to let anybody in with a suicide bomb. No, you guys, you're no. the Taliban. No, you're the Taliban. You're not going to go to those houses and kill them and then report back to right. you, oh, they already got them. They just weren't there when we got yeah. there. Yeah, they were out. They were on holiday. And then what do you think is going to happen September 1? They, they they are purposely not going to get them because they know if they to- since they told us, uh-huh. no, you're leaving August 31st. Yeah. How oh, great is that? you're right. <laughs> My bad. I'm, I'm sorry. How great is that? Yeah. That, that a group. Not even a government. Yeah. This is the this this is what's ironic to me. This is a group of followers. This is not the government of Afghanistan mm-hmm. telling us to get out. This is a yeah. small, much smaller group. The, these and, these are men who love goats. Yeah. That just told us you're leaving on the thirty first, partner. <laughs> and let me tell you what else is going to happen. If you don't think that last plane leaving Kabul airport is going to come under fire, you're sadly mistaken oh, yourself. Yeah. You watch that last plane that leaves. That's when the war begins again. Yeah. Because they are not going to let that leave without them doing something stupid, mm-hmm. which they're already – they just did it yesterday. I mean, I mean, like, I, I don't mean to laugh at this, but this is how – like, this is a really I, – I could, I could see old-school Lloyd Bridges playing Joe Biden in this airplane-esque <laughs> yeah. movie because that's what this is. Everything you said here, – here's the names. Yeah. Whoops, Daisy, we, we don't have them. Well, you got to leave. And, and really, you're going to tell America to leave. Yeah. You're telling America to leave. Here's my other favorite one. We're going to get any American out that wants to leave. 
What American wants to stay there? I mean, seriously. And here's a here's another little side bit of this thing. Now that I'm getting starting to get pissed off again. Okay, good. Good. You're gonna try to tell me. I'll t- let me put it like this. You give me a plane today. I'll go find 200 of my veteran friends, and I bet we can go over there and we'll show you what it's not, what it's like to not leave an American behind. Exactly. Because there is not an American fighting man or woman alive right now that won't go over there. If you would allow them to just unleash the hell that we're trained to do, don't give us the rules of engagement. If they want to play dirty, then let's play freaking dirty. Go do what we do, and 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 we could probably get rid of the Taliban altogether. Oh, will there I, be I, another group that starts up? Sure, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be scared then. Well, well, here's the thing: Will there be another group that starts up? Yeah, eventually. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how bad. You fuck up the last ones. Yeah. And I here, mean, you, you think about it. World War II to Korea wasn't that long, but it was, it, and and that's why we didn't drop any more bombs because we felt bad. But look at all that that we've left. Yeah. That, that's there, and it it, it, sucks. it here, sucks. Here's the other thing that a lot of people I keep hearing say, well, we we weren't at war until September 11th. You're right, we weren't, but they damn sure wore. Yeah. Because you don't think they do you think they just planned it on September 11th? No, they have been talking about this and planning this. Mm-hmm. So they were at war. Just because we were not yet doesn't mean we were not at war. And the way you win a war on terror is you got to be proactive. You got to be in these countries. You got to be in their face. You can't allow them to about to be able to harbor terrorists again, train terrorists again. And you don't think they're going to want to come over here? I mean, mm-hmm. didn't I just read the other day the Chinese and the Russians are willing to work with the Taliban? Yeah. Oh, no yeah. kidding. Oh, yeah. Of oh, course they are. Yes. I've, look, this is this is all such a shit show that's going on right now. I, I don't understand anything. I, I don't understand how they can do it with a straight face. They being, quote, unquote, oh, I know who you're talking about. our leaders. These, these men and women that we elected into office to actually lead us. And before I get into that, I want to ask you something as a Marine. Do you think the rules of war should change? I mean, look, they used to be you'd face off in a field and you'd engage. And it was George Washington who changed that, Mm -hmm. the more guerrilla-style warfare. Is it time now to change and fight to adapt more like the enemy because they don't wear uniforms anymore. They're yeah. not sitting ducks. Is, is it time to change? No, you, that that's actually a really good question. And I know in the conversations I've had with my fellow Marines, mm-hmm. yeah, it, 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 it is time to change. You can't, like you mentioned, George Washington. So when we would line up the blue coats, you line up the red coats, mm-hmm. this side fires, this side fires. Okay, reload. You know, mm-hmm. and and those wars were won by manpower. As long as right. you had more men to yeah. to die, then you were going to win. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you had to adapt to a guerrilla warfare style. Now, if we have snipers up high, and you have the drones, you have the counterintelligence, you have the tools to change the rules of engagement. The problem is, is, and I I, I am a father, so I get it. The moms and dads back home that don't want to think that their kids are doing evil things. Well, let me tell you, the reason evil things happen is because there are 
the good people who are willing to do violence on our behalf. Mm -hmm. So thank God for that. So, yeah, the rules have to change because those men and women that are willing to do that violence, they have to be able to be unleashed to do it. Does that mean we have to go out and be cold-hearted? Does that mean we have to not have any compassion or grace or sympathy? No, it doesn't. But if you are an enemy combatant, and I, and I, I was speaking with my fiancé about this the other day, if you're a, if you're way, a 12-year-old boy... By the way, she's way out of your league. Well, yes. So out of your league. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, you know... Wow. I, you know, what people don't realize is every night when she goes to sleep, I, I, I have to do a new seance <laughs> over her to to make sure when she wakes the next morning she's still in love with me. Okay, uh, good, good, good. And it, hopefully she's not listening. Uh, I think she is, actually, so we'll... Uh, we'll see if the bed was made when I get home. <laughs> but here's the thing. I was talking to her about this, and I said, you know, if a 12-year-old is holding a weapon that would kill you or me and we're in a combat situation, they're a combatant. They are not a 12-year-old anymore. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are 12, but they are a combatant, and you have to learn to separate. It's like these the Taliban, they don't fight. They didn't, they didn't take back uh, Afghanistan. We gave it to them. They didn't. They they were hiding. They would hide behind women and take pot shots at us, and then blend back in the crowd. So we don't know who to fight, and that's why the rules of engagement have to change because mm -hmm. they are doing the guerrilla warfare that Washington did to the redcoats yeah. on us now. Exactly. So do we want to let that to keep happening? Uh, too many people have died from IEDs. Too many people died yesterday for two twin bombers. Mm -hmm. Way too many. Way too many. Um, Republican Senator Ben Sace tears uh, tears into. Blinken and Biden for pandering to the Taliban and saying the things they say. They, they, do they not realize that they're talking about murderers and rapists when they say that they're negotiating with these people? Yeah. Do, do they not realize that? I mean, how would that look on a city scale if the, the mayor was negotiating with murderers and rapists in a prison? Well, they pretty much almost are at this point. I it, mean, it if is. we watch how society, thing. I think we are learning real quick that not only is the presidential vote important, but our mayor votes are important. Yeah, our governor vote. votes are important. Every vote is now more important ev than ever. School board. I mean, look. Oh look, yeah. Look at the school wow. boards that are going on right now. Uh, I we can get into all the COVID stuff as well. I mean, you, you are going to run for Congress, so this is going to be yeah. stuff that you're going to have to know, and, and I know that you already know it. But what's going on right now with these schools is that they're having these – I know one that did it through the dress code. Yeah. They looped their way around it. Don't they have to have a school board meeting? Yeah. The problem is they're operating out of – they're operating out of fear – and uh -huh. in, 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 in pandering to, oh, well, the masses. Well, you, 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 when you play politics, you can't play to the masses. You have to play to everybody. So uh -huh. it, it, it's just like, well, this doctor says they're good. This doctor says they're bad. Okay, so you know what? Take all that stuff out of the deal. Let, and you say we're going to follow the science. I'm so fed up with that line also. Uh -huh. We're following the science. Well, it still falls back to this doctor follows the same science, but he came out with a different test result. Mm -hmm. It's just like. Well, I'm uh, glad you brought that up because I learned something interesting this morning, and I'm ashamed of myself for not already knowing this. The lady who uh, approved the, the shot for the FDA, mm -hmm. I don't know her name off, offhand. Um, do you know who her husband is? 
Isn't he the person on Pfizer or something like that? No, no. His name is Anthony Fauci. Oh. <laughs> so how is it that Anthony Fauci is married to the head of the FDA, who, by the way, was also the person that approved OxyContin under the guise it wasn't that addictive? Yeah. I, I, I it's mean, always I, the money trail. It's always the money trail. I, I'm sorry, but... But incompetence is part of job security. If you get fired today at your job, go get a government job. Yeah. Because you can fuck around all day and not get fired. Yeah. Finally, the weatherman is beat. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Oh, I still, I, the three greatest jobs in the world. This is so easy for me. Weatherman in Phoenix. Summertime. Pff, hot 95. Fuck off. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Pope. I mean, the Pope is a great job. Yeah. You think about it. And Supreme Court justice. Yeah. You get to change laws. You get to interpret laws. All this kind of cool stuff, right? You get government housing, good government housing, a pension for the rest of your life, and you get a kick-ass robe. Psh, sign me up, man. I'm ready. <laughs> I am ready for it. Yeah, Supreme um, Court's worrying me even right now. You know, the funny thing about the Supreme Court is they actually did their job yesterday. I don't know if you saw this, but they said no to the continuing of this rent moratorium. Yeah. As a man in Congress, as a, a, a member of Congress, what would you be doing right now if the government kept passing all these things to give people money to stay at home? <laughs> it's, it, you have to stop that. You... you America is built on the hardworking person going out there and making things happen. It's not built on socialism. It's capitalism. And you have to go out there and learn to make the dollar. You have to go out there and hustle, hustle, hustle. When we, we spoke earlier this morning when you were saying, thanks for being here, I know you're mm -hmm. busy, it's because we get out there and we hustle every day. Right. Sherry gets out there and hustles every day to be successful. Mm -hmm. You know, it, nothing was handed to her. Nothing was handed to me. You know, we can sit here and talk about our upbringings all day long. I remember my first year in the Marine Corps, I lived in a single-wide trailer with shag carpet that the ceilings were held up by two-by-fours. Mm -hmm. I worked hard to get where I'm at today. Yes. And there, I didn't get a handout for it, and I still haven't gotten a handout for it. Well, and that, that's the part that gets me this so much. And I guess I'll never understand what this white privilege is supposed to be. I, I don't understand it because, yes, we could talk about upbringings all you want. We could talk about I was lucky I knew what I wanted to do at an early age. I wanted to be in radio, and I busted my ass. I worked as an intern. I fucking made no money for the first year of my career mm -hmm. and then continued not to make really any money until it finally hit. And when it hit, I worked my ass off to get to where it was, and I earned every bit of that, right. every single day. And are you proud for that? Oh, absolutely. Exactly, absolutely. and you should be. I can sleep at night thinking I did my job. Yep. That's what the, that, the whole and thing. And followed your dream. Yeah. The American dream. Yes. And somebody just said the American dream is actually working for the government. <laughs> yeah, because you can fuck yeah. around and do, do nothing. I mean, I sit and look at these people that are in office right now. Fuck, you're running for Congress. That means you might sit next to AOC at some point. Oh, dear God. Maybe she'll get voted out before I get there. No way. No <laughs> way. Anybody who goes from 16,000 votes to like 206,000 yeah. votes, no. 
No, I, I'm terrified of her. Yeah. I'm terrified of the one in Minnesota. Look, yeah. I, there's a lot of them I'm terrified. The biggest thing that I am terrified of is that Diane, uh, yeah, Diane Feinstein. Oh yeah, who's 604 years old? She she was a cheerleader on Jesus's football team. Yeah, she's going to step down. She's going to resign. And. I'm hoping that this recall damages Gavin Newsom enough to where they don't just stick him in that spot. Because can you imagine Gavin Newsom mm. as a senator? Wow. And, I, and, didn't, and, I never even thought about that one. Yeah, I, I mean, and it all plays in there because that's Nancy's nephew. But you think about it, and it's like, oh, my God. I'm hoping this recall scars him enough, and I've got the way to do it on the ballots for everybody. I've, I, it was awesome. Brady Kid found it this morning, and uh, I'll, I'll share it with you how to do it because, of course, they're going to try to make it confusing. So this is the way to make sure that he gets kicked out of office because that guy is just – and I can't yeah. imagine him being in office office. The, the Democrats seem to be very good at the smoke and mirrors now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's hey, nothing's happening over here. Look over here, though. Look, look right here. Yeah, we don't want to talk about it. I mean, I mean, the other day when Biden spoke on Afghanistan, the first what seven minutes were about the build back better and all this. Yeah, and like, yeah, the what? infrastructure. Well, is this a brief on that? Oh well, thanks for them getting this bill passed. Yeah, thanks for putting America in so much debt that we'll never, ever, ever get out of it. No. We no. just we just basically said, "Hey kids, you're 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 screwed." Yeah, your, your life you're going to be paying for all yeah, this. You're screwed. I mean, it's funny that you bring up that infrastructure <laughs> because not many people have the time or the inclination to read a bill, and I thank God for people that do and then post the shit that's on the bill in that uh, out so people can see it. In this bill, every new car built after 2025 has to have a breathalyzer in it. Is now, it too why? soon to talk about Alan West's wife. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but what does that have to do with infrastructure? Nothing. Nothing what, at uh, all. What does that have to do? We're, we're mandating now that, that car manufacturers get to charge even more for their automobiles. And the same thing, that's how the backup cameras came about. Well, and you know it costs to maintain those breathalyzers. Oh, sure. I have a buddy of mine who owns a shop, and when I take my vehicle there to get stuff done, there's people in there that are mandated to come there to have to get their breathalyzer serviced or mm -hmm. calibrated or whatever they got to do. And it's just like, okay, so there's more money. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you're right. It, it all comes down when you follow all these money trails. And, and right now it just seems like, all right, I'm going to ask you a tough question here. Why has there never been an exit strategy? Are we talking? We're talking when this started 20 years ago. I, I, I mean, I'm not talking about the, the FUBAR event that just yeah. happened. I'm talking the entire time. Even Bush talked about it. Obama talked about it. it, it I, I, why was there no exit strategy? Because what, Sun Tzu says... Someone who doesn't have an exit strategy has already lost the war. Right, and then that and that's actually a good book, and I have read it. Mm -hmm. So here's the way I think American, uh, you know, military or I guess those who plan when they send 
the troops in. From what I gather and what I remember, when we go into combat, you can't really set up the exit strategy per se. And, and I'll be fine if I'm corrected in all this. Mm-hmm. Because you can't predict the end of the war. You can't predict the outcome. I mean, it's not until you have a true, well, and they don't even have true surrenders anymore like we had in World War II and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think at some point, I mean, you can even fall back into Korea. We started, you know, maintaining our ground in these locations. So I think what's happened is, you know, we talked about the rules of engagement should change. What's happened is our way of thinking changed when we would go to war with people because we felt, well, if we stay in this country, now we can protect American interests. Mm-hmm. And while I believe that's important, there's a different way to protect American interests by not leaving people there. So to get back to the answer of why there wasn't an exit strategy, uh, I, I would just have to say there was failure uh, at mm-hmm. the top. Right. Because, yes, should we have an exit strategy? Sure. We may not know when that exit strategy would take place because you can't predict the end of war unless you're dropping bombs like we did in World War mm-hmm. II. But, yeah, I would say it's a failure at the top. And that, I, and that would have been on Bush. That would have been mm-hmm. on Obama. That would have been on Trump. That would sure, have been on... Sure, absolutely. Now, I do believe Trump started an exit strategy. Correct. Here's the thing, though. I think the thing with that, and, and I use that quote from that book because... It is one of the greatest books ever written. The, the was the art of war. Yep, art of war. Um, I think it's more theoretical than anything that you have an exit strategy because then in your mind you're not losing. You never go into a battle thinking you're going to lose. Yeah, you know, and that I, I think that's the importance of that is that if there is an exit strategy, it might not happen, but at least you have people that are focused on. The, the end of the journey. So, I, I mean, I look at it that way. Uh, let's see. Um, did you see the da- – what, what do you think – where are your thoughts on Dan Crenshaw now? Well, I, I actually respect Dan Crenshaw tremendously. Oh, yeah. I, 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 that, is a, that is a stand-up American dude right there. I mm-hmm. mean, it, in my mind, it just – he's one of them guys that it gets no finer. But we are all we all have flaws. We all have things that I may not like that he likes, mm-hmm. and so on. But I think right now he is he is calling people out and doing the right things and and saying, "Hey, what's going on?" I, I this is why I wanted to bring it up because there are a lot of people recent or a few months ago ripping Dan Crenshaw stickers off their car, saying he's a rhino. Yeah, and the last couple of things he's been quoted on. He he is ready to kick some ass. Yeah, he. I don't think Dan Crenshaw is a rhino. I think. Oh no, I, I don't need. That's yeah. just what I've heard. Yeah, and and, and for people to say that, it, it's. You know, you have doers and you have sayers. Mm-hmm. Dan Crenshaw's a doer, and then you, the people who are sitting here ripping them, they're the sayers. You know, and I'll, I'll say this: the reason I'm running for Congress is because I have been a sayer. I've been mm-hmm. sitting back on a sideline, popping my opinion on things for far too long. It is. It was time to finally get fed up and go. You know what? I served this great country, and I'll be damned if I'm going to sit back and watch it go down this this tube. Talking about defund the police. My fiance is in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. She has great friends that are in law enforcement. I have great friends that are in law enforcement. Sure. There is to ever even think defund the police. Mm-hmm. It, it just drives me mad. I think the last time I was here, I wore my defend the police yeah. shirt. And I think I told you the story about when I was at Bass Pro 
talk about how people don't pay attention in the world. The lady went to the Bass Pro management and said, I can't shop here because you allowed somebody to come in that says defund the police. Had you read the shirt correctly, you just saw it read right. defend the police. It's just, oh, I, I'm sorry, I get on. No, 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 we, we, I, we, we can get back to that. Uh, let's see, uh, define rhino, that's Republican in name only. There's no H in it. It's R-I-N-O. Um, Dan Crenshaw is an American patriot, unlike the former vice president. Yes, look, look, we'll get back to Joe Biden on this. This is something else that you and I talked about before the show. And there's no delicate way to put this, but Americans, I love being American. It's the only thing I know. Okay, but we think the rest of the world wants to be us. We're such spoiled people that we think the rest of the world wants to be us. And you brought it up earlier about how those people over there, they go to the strongest tribe. Mm-hmm. And we were there. We were the strongest tribe. Uh, he says, where is he running for Congress? Uh, it be District 4. District 4. There you go. Um, Texas. Yeah. He's in, he, okay. He works for the Attorney General. He's a good guy. Who is that? Uh, Harrison. Oh, okay. Yeah, my buddy Harrison. Um, but we expect these people to be just like us and want everything that we want. And, and, and do all, and, and act the way that we act. We're a different culture. You've been over there. You, you, you've seen those people. Are those people really going to stand up for themselves? No, it's just like, like you echoed what I said earlier. They are a tribal people. Huh? When America was there, we were the strong tribe. If we're leaving, that strong tribe left. Now they got to learn to adapt back to the Taliban rule. Well, they, that doesn't necessarily mean they follow the Taliban. And there are some Afghans over there that will do what they can to fight. They will mm-hmm. do the guerrilla warfare and do whatever they can. But at the end of the day, they're going to succumb just like they did the last time. And all that's going to do is harbor us to go back over there again because we go back to exit strategy. Mm-hmm. We didn't exit correctly. You know, when you exit correctly and you still put the fear in the enemy they know. Okay, mm-hmm. they're still watching us. We better be. We better be on our p's and q's. And to say, you know, the buck stops here. The blood yesterday that happened, that is on Biden's hands. Mm-hmm. And for anyone to tell me otherwise, you better have the best proof ever to change my mind because you cannot. You are the commander in chief. You are the president by which we should have already invoked the 25th Amendment by now. We're going to get to that next. But I will say this. That's on his hands. Mm-hmm. 12 fam, well, 13 now. 13 families had their doors knocked on to tell them their loved one's not coming home. That brother, that uncle, mm-hmm. that son, that husband, that father. That brings up a question I did want to ask you. How do you explain that to that family? How how is something like how can that be explained to that family that their son brother, father husband, wife, it, it, whenever it happens? Yeah, I wish I would have. I wish I would have talked to a couple of my CACO friends, which are CACOs, the casualty assistance mm-hmm. people that go out. They're the ones who knock on the door. Uh, and I actually was on a CACO assignment for six months, but I. I <laughs> I don't know how you would explain that because if you're going to tell me my son or daughter is at war, but then they died playing 
hall monitors in a way. Right. It, it, I just I don't know how I would cope with that. I don't even know how from, I could explain that. From a place they just left. Yeah. For, uh, because uh, you left and then you sent me back. Yeah. I, I was home. Yeah. I was home. But our son was home. Yeah. And then two days later, he has to go back. And he doesn't come back this time. Yeah. And here's the thing. We still have Americans over there. So, yes. you know, now those now those parents and those families that are seeing this unfold, now they're even more scared. I'm sure they were already scared. Oh, God. But now, yeah. now they, they know 13 families that are sharing the same worry of their kid being over there. It's 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 now front and center. And I, I, I put this on my Facebook the other day. I have a friend of mine. She's an officer in the Marine Corps. And she found out that her husband died via social media. So people who are listening, if you have a friend or family member over there and something happens, don't post it. Mm-hmm. Let the military play out. I mean, at least give your family member or friend the capability or the respect that they're due right. to let operational security happen and let families be notified the right way. I can't imagine my friend finding out via social media that her husband was killed. Now, mm-hmm. this didn't happen in the Kabul airport. This happened years right, ago, right, right. but still in the war and on in mm-hmm. on terror. So it's just, it's just you know, I just wanted to put that out there. I know that was not part of the show, but no, we no, got to no, be no. mindful with social media and be careful with the pictures you're showing because here's the thing. Terrorists are smart. So when you're putting your your picture over there or you're saying pray, pray for my son or daughter who's over there, mm-hmm. they have social media too. You don't think they're going to use that to get to you also? Mm-hmm. I mean, don't give people tools to do things right, uh, that would hurt your own family member or friend. Sure. You know, no, so that, that, that's a great point that nobody even thinks of. No one thinks about operational security, and it's big. Oh, yeah. oh it's huge. I, I, would, mean, I, I mean, I mean, if my daughter was over there, I wouldn't be posting nothing. No. Nothing about her over there. The mm-hmm. only people need to know are the people in my circle. Yeah, and, and, and then it's just on the download. You don't really talk yeah. about that much. I mean, you, you talked about talked about the invoking the 25th minute because Joe Biden will never resign. Will he? <laughs> no. And I've been saying this, he will not finish his four years. And I don't mean that in the negative way that something bad would happen right, to him. Right, I really, right. uh, he is the president. I will respect the office, but I don't have to respect the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I don't, I just do not respect Joe Biden. I respect the officer of the presidency of the United States, Yep. but for him and his decision-making and the way he does things. And how great, how crazy is it? That people will jump on you for saying that. You can't say that he's the president. Yet they yeah. spent the previous four years doing the exact oh, same yeah. thing, but worse. And still do it. But worse. And still do oh, it. I, oh, I, I won't even bring how many times he blamed everything on the previous administration. What yesterday. I like is the people who, so you wanted Biden. He is your president. Mm-hmm. Why are you still posting about Trump? Because they, look. You Because you because you're, if you say anything good about Biden, the only thing you can say good about Biden is he's made it this long. Yeah. Because I mean, his record for 40 years in politics has been crap, and now he is, he is now doing the icing on the cake. If there was ever a reason for this, that to be said, it is now. Mm-hmm. He has got the cake, and now he is the full-on icing because he, I'm just going to say it like this, he sucks. He yeah. sucks he as shit. a president let, of the United States. Let me States. say it the way that you'd probably want to say it. He shit the bed. Oh, yeah. He, he, is, he is in the Lincoln bedroom, and he has defiled yeah. the bed. I, I put on my Facebook the other day that he needs to take off his Depends, grab a hold, 
and be the president. And we all know that's not going to happen. Anyone no. who is, especially a fighting man or woman out there, mm-hmm. he is not going to be your commander-in-chief. I'm sorry. He is not. How hard is it for people in the military when they have somebody? And, and I don't know if we've ever had anybody this laughable, but maybe it, in the last four years there are a group of military people who did not respect the president. How hard is it to serve under uh, someone that that's like this? Well, if you're a higher up like uh, General Milley or Austin Lloyd, who's Secretary mm-hmm. of Defense, oh, they're just they're just loving it because whatever it takes for them to be on top because they're set. Right. I mean, they're set now for life, so they don't care. You know. Here's the thing I want to know as a Marine. I want to know General Mattis' input on this. You know, mm-hmm. we we talked about him being Mad Dog for so long, and I lost I lost a little bit of love for him when he did the pullout the way he did with the Trump administration mm-hmm. and how he went out and bashed. I mean, I had a friend of mine who is a, a Chief Warrant Officer 5 in the Marine Corps. I had posted uh, Lieutenant Mike Murphy, you know, mm-hmm. copy that, thank you. You right. know, Roger that, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh when he, those were his last words when he asked for help. Mm-hmm. And he put on there a true gentleman to the end. To the end. General Mattis could have been that person. It, where is he now? Well, I, I would love to hear his input on this. I, I haven't heard anything. Because yeah. and, and you, you dogged him out for the last couple of years yeah. now. Mm-hmm. You've called him out. And here's the other thing. Everyone said, all these things that everyone said Trump would do, I hate to tell you, Biden's the one doing them. You said that Trump was going to get us in a World War III. No. Trump kept everyone at bay. They were like, well, we can't mess with America now. Yeah. Now Biden comes in. Now we're on the brink of all these wars. Mm-hmm. You watch. The, the, I put a picture on my uh, Facebook yesterday. The Statue of Liberty uh, treading water this, yeah. with sharks yeah. swimming around her. They are, way, they are chomping at the bit to see how this unfolds because they got us. They already did. Did you not see what China said to America last week? They came out and they said, we're going to be running our military exercises in the Gulf of Taiwan or whatever, where they're not supposed to be. If we see any American forces, we will eviscerate them. Well, I bet you won't have any American forces over there because we don't have a backbone in office. And and I saw that, and I was like, wow, everybody's calling us out now. Everybody, every, look, we've been, everybody's been calling this administration out since the fucking Cuba riots started. I mean, those people want freedom, and now the, the government passes a law that says, if you say bad shit about them on your social media, you're going to a Cuban jail. Wow. What, where are we? What, what, what is going on? Like, like, literally, what is going on in Washington, D.C. right now? Well, uh, uh, we're making sure that we can have transgender rights. We're, uh, by the way, so far only men and women have been able to contract COVID. <laughs> I don't know what's happened with the other 79 people out there yeah. in the world. Yeah. But men and women are the only ones who can get COVID. So well, you know who else doesn't give them? Up. People in Afghanistan. I don't see a lot of masks over there. I said that the other day. Yeah. How, how were they able to come back and win in a global a global can- pandemic? I mean, fuck, man. They they got some healthy living over there. They must have all got the vaccine. Wow. Yeah. That's, oh. uh, it, 
I, stuff like this, if people can't just sit back and open your eyes, just open your eyes with common sense. Quit being – the problem is is they've hated the Republicans so much and they've hated mm-hmm. Trump so much, they have had to come up with the, these blinders. They are the true horses running the race right now because they have these blinders on. They only see one thing and one thing only, and there's nothing you're going to be able to show them that's going to convince them otherwise because that's just how they are. And then when mm-hmm. you say it, they don't have a way to come back. You know, it's like, you know, I made the fun, the joke a little bit there of the transgender deal not getting mm-hmm. the COVID. I, I will be called out for that for the rest of my life. And you know what? I'm okay with that because here's the way I'm going to believe it at the end of the day. It is man and it is woman, period. There, you, you, cannot, you can change all you want physically, but guess what? You're still a man or you're still a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you want to call yourself. You're still man or woman. Um, you will be Prove second, me wrong. You will be second in Google searches because there's a little thing you don't know about your good friend Arnie. Arnie, Arnie was enemy actually number one of the transgender people. This happened years before the movement even started, before Caitlyn Jenner. I was doing a radio show in Sacramento, and there was a story about a little boy in Nebraska who wanted to wear a dress to school. And I remember this. Yeah, this is a long, long time ago, right? So um, We're going around the room doing our show the way we do, giving our opinion, and I I am the, you know, fucking redneck guy on the show. I'm the the voice of reason. I said, man, if little Arnie Jr. came home, because all my children would be named after me. I understand. If little Arnie Jr. came home and wanted to wear a dress and said, Daddy, I want to wear a dress to school, I'd throw a shoe at him. That's all I said. That's all I said. That's it. Ha, 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 go to commercials, right? I go to the movies that night, and uh, it was the premiere of The Hangover number one. I come out, and I have 56 text messages. I never have 56 text messages. I look at it, and one is from our old producer, Bo, who was once on The O'Reilly Factor because he was the idiot who asked Daryl Kyle's wife out a week after Daryl Kyle died. Had a lot of explaining to do on that one. But he wasn't part of our show then. He goes, well, you're joining me. I was on the Huffington Post. Radio host, transphobic, anti-trans. All I said was, well, what I didn't know is that the GLAD community was doing their convention in town. And we were the number one show in town, and they were listening. And they put me, uh, Perez Hilton had me on his website. People wanted to take my children away from me, all this kind of mm. stuff. And we had to do an apology show. And I was just like, and, and I apologized for it. I mean, I mean, I look, I came in the next day and I said, you want to talk about this before the show? And he goes, no, no. He goes, do you think you said anything wrong? I said, no, I, I don't. But if I have to apologize to keep my job, I'll do it, right? Because yeah. 56 text messages. So we doubled down, and then we got suspended for a week and all this shit. And then we had this transgender that was in the Navy who's now retired but looks like D. Snyder because he hadn't had the dick cut off yet. And I made the mothers love me on the show, and I was employed. But 
I don't, I don't understand one. why somebody who says, hey, I believe it's man and woman, why is that bad? Because uh, because I, 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 I you, because we have to be force fed the way you believe, and I have to be okay with that. Yeah, that's fine. If I've always said, be what you want to be. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you're still a man or a woman. That's it. You 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 are. I you you cannot follow the science now. Finally, yeah, yeah. Where's, the, where's where, the follow the science now? Where is that? Because scientifically, your XY chromosome says you're this. Yeah, you got to You got a PP or you got a BB. Yeah, that's there, it. There's nothing in between. No. Um, I keep seeing my start, my phone starting to text now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but getting back to O'Biden, as we take a, a, a little, literal just comic offshoot just for a second. Um, how is this going to end for him? Is, is it going to be the 25th Amendment? Is it going to be an impeachment? I mean, I, I, what is it going to be? Because it's not leaving us in a better spot. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be an impeachment. And I, I just... <laughs> Unless it happens after the red wave of 2022. Okay. Because they, you can rest assured there will be a change in 2022. By the oh, time God, I, By the yes. time I run in 2024, that's why I hope – because AOC mm-hmm. would be a 24-ballot uh, person probably. Okay. Uh, so the, she's not a – she won't be in midterms. So um, my thinking is 2022, if he's still there – the House is going to start the impeachment, and then we should because only, we're only five seats away. Right. So then you move over to the Senate side, you know. One uh, seat. One seat. Mm-hmm. Man, Biden would be impeached in a heartbeat. I don't think the Democrats want that to happen. I think they would rather invoke the 25th Amendment because you can't sit here and look at this man and think he is okay. You can't – he is already showing the world. I mean, you – said that when he put his hands down and his head oh, in them and everything. After a I, question. I mean, a I mean, question from the United States media member. Didn't, didn't, did Trump ever do that when he was facing every question? Yeah. You're the president of the United States. You take the questions. You don't have your staff go out there and say, what's your question today? Okay, well, we're okay with that one. And I would then love show to, it to the president so yeah. he can work on the answer. I would love to be a, a person who submitted my question and they approved it and then ask a different one. Oh, well, you'd never be back in the press. And I'm okay with that yeah, because I, I that mean, one question, I can assure you, would be powerful. I, I, I mean, <laughs> you'd get him something like, you'd get something crazy like. Uh, in, in San Francisco, it's all about, well, you know, gay, gay, gay bathhouses and everybody. It's all about round the clock sex. It's all. Come on, man. I mean, he's Come not going to answer anything. And, and yeah. uh, did you hear this yesterday? This happened on British television yesterday morning, and it was somebody from the Irish military who said this. I've never said this out loud before, but I think the president of America is actually a retard. Wow. He called him, and I mean, the hostess, and she's like, well, that's pretty strong words. And all this. But I mean, yeah, this is the rest of the, the world. The rest of the world, yeah. And, and we, we, they are watching. They are watching, and if it if it wasn't for like you know you spoke of the Dan Crenshaws out there, uh, you 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 start speaking of the people you know like Graham Allen out in South Carolina mm-hmm. who is running for Congress. When if if we don't have warriors that are starting to show what America really is about, then we are going to get overran. Mm-hmm. And thank God, like I said earlier, we have men and women that still believe in the red, white, and blue. And mm-hmm. and I got into it, and I won't say the person I got in the conversation with on this because I, I, I love and respect them dearly. 
I've never said anyone is more un-American than me or I'm more American than them. Mm-hmm. My if, if you feel that way, then that's your conscience talking to you. Okay. Right. Because I've never, I've not had one post where I've come out and said you're more, you're less an American than me if mm-hmm. you don't believe like me. Right. I, I, I have a platform that I believe in, and I believe in America first. Period. Mm-hmm. There, there's nothing else is going to change my mind. And when we start second guessing that, and we start allowing everything else to happen, we're 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 recreating a bed that we are going to screw up in. Well, and, and yes, we're going to screw up in it because there are going to be people that say, how dare you say that? Yeah. I mean, they have a problem with it from the jump, and that's yeah. what I have a problem with. Why is it such a big deal? Why is it that you're not running them down for what they say? You said yeah. your belief is what? America first. Yeah. That's your belief. Yeah. That, all those are your beliefs. And I should have them. They don't want you to, though. Yeah. Because I, that's what different. that's this is the part that really cracks me up, and, you, and you're 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 right on that mark. I have to believe their stuff. Oh, absolutely. Because if you don't, but I'm but wrong with you. You, then you get labeled the racist. Yep. You get labeled the transphobe. You get labeled. You get you. They ha, they they can't beat you, so they have to label you. And they feel by labeling you, they've they've hurt you. No. Well, here's the thing. I I've always said this. I don't really care what other people think about. Me, personally. Mm -hmm. I know where I stand on things, and I know who I am. And my friends who are my friends know that as well. Mm -hmm. Anyone else, I'm sorry. If you want to know me, then really reach out and get to know me. But just because you heard something that I said, you know what? Come and really talk to me, and you'll find out why I feel that way. Yeah, and everybody, look, it's getting harder and harder to do any kind of jobs that Mm -hmm. are out there. David Spade came out and stood up for stand-up comedians because stand-up comedians are not allowed to do their oh, jobs yeah. anymore because they could hurt people's feelings. And, and you see all this and you go, when did we become, maybe you can answer this, when did we become such a soft society? When, when well, was it? I, I mean, we, 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 we allowed it. And I'll say it like this. A lot of people say, man, kids are so different these days. No, kids are still kids. Mm-hmm. We're different. We are the adults that are different. We are the ones who allowed them to be soft. We are mm-hmm. the ones who allowed this to happen. It, and it's just it's just evolved. It's mm-hmm. some process of evolution here that we've been okay. Oh, well, that hurts your feelings? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, we should have had a lid that said the coffee is hot. That's where it all started to me. Amen. Because, you know what, if you don't know that it's common sense that the coffee's freaking hot. 1992. I mean, get, you give me a break. That's in my mind where it all started. $9.3 million. Dollars. That's, so that's, where, that's where the change happened. My I, grandmother had her lung punctured at a hospital, came home, gasping for air. Thank goodness my sister went to her house that day to check mm-hmm. on her. Took her back to the hospital, and they figured out that they accidentally punctured her lung. She could have sued for millions, but you know what she said? You know what? It's not like they woke up that morning and said, whose lung can we puncture today? Right. Oh, Irene, she's yeah. here. Let's puncture hers. No. Things happen. And and the problem is, instead, we also now, instead of a, apologies, just aren't good enough anymore. No. We want to ruin your life. Yes. You have to you you have to be shunned forever. You basically have to move to Afghanistan now. Pretty much. Because you 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 can't be here anymore. And that's, unless you're Chrissy Teigen. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's the only person yeah. I've ever seen Exempt. not get un, 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 un get canceled. Yeah. I Exempt. mean it, it's crazy. 
If yeah. you talk bad about this president, cancel. Yeah. If you say a, jo- a joke, look, I've been trying to grow my audience, and I use all those social medias. I'm on TikTok, right? I got a page taken down, a band, all for jokes, and I tell every kind of joke on there. I tell white jokes. I tell redneck jokes. I tell black jokes. I tell Mexican jokes. I tell Asian jokes. I tell them all. Why? Because they're funny. That's why. They're funny. They're not racist. They're funny. We used to have a sense of humor in this country. And I think you're right. It's funny. I was laughing so hard about the McDonald's thing, the coffee, because I looked that up for my stand-up show. I I actually looked that up for my stand-up show when everything started going wrong, because I agree with you. When we gave that woman $9.3 million because the fucking coffee was too hot. Do you know how much Hot Pocket should fucking owe me? Right. I mean, Jesus, those things are hot. That's that's ridiculous. Hot. I mean, you know what's on my oven right now? Mm. No sign that says when you turn it on, it's hot. I know it's hot. Right. I, I don't need a sign to tell me it's hot. I know it's hot. When hey, there's not lawsuit? a thing. There's not a thing on my knife that says this will cut you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. I know it will cut me. <laughs> yeah. I just know. I mean, when is that gonna? When's that first lawsuit? When a kid touches a hot stove and burns his hand? Oh yeah, I'm going home to do it today. Oh yeah, you might as well. Yeah. I had no idea. There's no warning sign on yeah. here, and it's you just you sit there and you just scratch your head and you just go because we've allowed what it. These courts have allowed it. Yeah. The this is why I said earlier. Now more than ever, votes really matter. Mm-hmm. The people on the school board, I. I don't even understand their way of thinking. I mean, I, 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 I didn't go to one school board meeting because I knew I'd get thrown out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that I knew my daughter was homeschooling, so I was like, okay. Yeah, you're good you know, to go. We're fine. I don't need to go up there and really be mad. But I would have never been okay with somebody saying, you, well, and I, I think the Supreme Court of Texas said, no, ma- the schools can't mandate the masks. Yes, if I'm not they mistaken. did. I think they stood came. up for that. Yeah. And yet there's still school districts doing it. Yeah, so hold on. So we're supposed to teach our kids that we have to follow rules and laws. Supreme Court of Texas, who would be the top dog, right? said, no, you can't do that. Well, we're going to disregard that. So what are you teaching the kids then? Exactly. And, and by the way, on a national level, Supreme Court of the United States laws mm-hmm. said it was unconstitutional to allow the moratorium to conven- continue on rents. Yeah. And what what happened? The government said, "Man, we're going to go around it." Yeah. So what is that teaching people? People yeah. are going to watch that, and they're going to go. And what about the people who own rental properties that are just that are fucked, losing well, their know, retirements? I'm going to tell you right now, fuck them. Let, let me let me answer, and and I'm trying not to do anything that will get used against you when you're running. I, you for know office. what? I, I, we're okay with it in my household. But let me just say, those people would say, well, "Fuck them." Because how dare they have a house that they don't even have to live in? Yeah. Because this class is, isn't warfare. Isn't there something with Black Lives Matter bylaws that says that they're supposed, if you have properties, you're supposed to, if you pass away, you're supposed to will your properties to them? I I, I, have, I thought I remember reading that. I could be wrong. I, I don't know. I'm okay I honestly, to be corrected. I don't That's know. That's another thing. I am actually okay to be corrected. Yeah. Oh, I've been wrong plenty of times. You know, and that, it's funny. People have corrected me yeah. on the show and all. Being yeah. accountable is okay, and that's the problem. The the men and women who are the leaders right now, they don't hold themselves accountable no. because they have to point fingers 
every time they turn around. It's easier to point the finger. And there is a group of people that can keep them accountable, and that is the media. Yeah. That's the media's they job. And the media is now so far in bed. And, and by media, I'm talking about television. Radio is still more right-wing than anything, but radio doesn't get to ask questions at White House briefings. Radio isn't reporting to everybody like they used to. It's all about the television media and what these producers and, – and you can, you can live in a town and your, your news can be jaded to the right or it could be jaded to the left. But once the, you start to get up to the bigger towns, mm-hmm. see, they have these corporate producers, and they're going to tell you the stories that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've got a good couple good local stories? Okay, well, this is the slant you need to put on them. And that's the way things are done now. It's Well, and I mean, I'm starting to see you can't hide it forever. And I think people are seeing it. And it doesn't matter if you're left or right. You're, you're cut from the same bird at the end of the day. And the people are seeing it. CNN is starting to even, like, call Biden out finally. Well, well, here's the thing, though. They're seeing it, but we still allow it. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, that, that, that's the thing that pisses me off the most is we see it. We have seen it since day one. Here, here's a perfect example of the media not calling Joe Biden out. And I, I love having this. Where, where is it? Here it is. When you and I talked last, we talked about it's one thing to have the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office, but a vaccinator. How do you get the vaccine into someone's arm? He said that to Anderson Cooper, who was socially distanced away from he said he didn't have the vaccine coming into office. He received both shots prior nine days to taking office. And here is a quote-unquote journalist who says nothing. The network, nothing. nothing. Nobody really says anything because there's only a couple stations that are saying it. And if you watch those stations, you're a whack-job Republican, you redneck. Yeah. The narrative is there. We're, yeah, I, we're, we're I get, swimming upstream. I've had some family members unfollow me and unfriend me uh, mm-hmm. and say, oh, you're only watching Fox News. Well, let me tell you, to be an educated person, you watch them all. Yep. Okay. Do I, do I prefer Fox News? Yes, I do, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I watch The Five. I watch Fox and Friends, Laura Ingram. Mm-hmm. I watch them all. But I also watch MSNBC, mm-hmm. CNN. I watch them because I want to understand their side. And when I watch them, I just sit there and I'm like, I feel like it's the, what was the the twilight zone? Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like I'm in because I'm like, where is this reality even coming from? And I think they feel like if they say it so much, it becomes real. And I love how it's, and it's also I'm getting tired of the people pointing the fingers back and forth. The people who watch the CNN and MSNBC say, I'm brainwashed because I watch Fox Yet. And then the Fox people say, well, you're brainwashed because you watch them. You know what? No, no one's brainwashed here. That's just what you, that's what you believe. And right. as long as you believe that, that's what you're going to understand. Right. And until you have to realize that you're wrong. When yeah. the proof is there. But nobody wants, that's what I said earlier, no one wants to be wrong anymore. No. It's easier to point the finger no. and say, you know what? Like I can tell you right now, you said Sherry's out of my league. Mm-hmm. When I know I've done something wrong, you can ask her. If you were to call her right now, if I mess up, I tell her. You know what? I messed up. I hold myself accountable for that, and and I apologize, and it won't happen again. And that's and that's the way we do things. Mm-hmm. And then when you say I'm sorry, guess what? 
that's good enough if it's yeah. if it's believable and it's, if it's real. real. I don't have to, you know, lose something. I don't have to go mm-hmm. buy special presents. I don't have to do anything because mm-hmm. it's okay to be wrong and then apologize for it. I right. mean, didn't uh, I saw something the other day? The Jeopardy person who took oh, Alex yeah. Trebek's place yeah. said something 13 years ago eight, or something. Eight years ago, eight he years made ago? a couple jokes on a podcast. Eight years ago. Uh, eight years ago. Bill Burr has a great response to that. I, I just, and the response is the person that found what he said eight years ago. We get to dive back into that person's life eight years yeah. and see what they did and said. Yeah. Because there are people that are getting canceled for things that are even further back than eight years. I, I, like it's, it's funny you, you said a minute ago, i got to be careful what I say or you're trying mm-hmm. to be careful. And I'm like, don't. Mm-hmm. Be, be Arnie States. Right. This is your show. Mm-hmm. You invited me into your house to do that. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and this is me. This is Brian McNeil. I, I'm not, I can't walk around and try to be something everybody wants me to be. I right. have to be who I am. Right. And if, you, and if, that's, you and if that's not good enough for you, then guess what? Don't vote for me. Yeah. Or, or don't be my friend. And I, you know what? I got plenty of friends. I got the Arnie States in my house. Mm-hmm. I got the Sherry in my corner. I got mm-hmm. a good daughter. Right. I'm about to have a good stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm content and happy. So I don't mm-hmm. need approval from a bunch of people. I have that validation. And I'll tell you who I really have that validation through. And that is my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I will never back down on that. No. And that's just how I am. Mm-hmm. Does that make me free of sin? Of course not. Yeah, I'm a, I mess up every day and twice on Sundays. Mm-hmm. But I also know I'm forgiven. Yeah. And that's why when I can make the statement of I believe in a man and woman, that's because that's what I believe in. And that's also what the Bible tells me. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Following the science that tells me the same thing. Right. Isn't that weird how that works out? Yeah. It, it, it does work out like that. Uh, you want to take a break real quick? Sure. We'll, we'll take a break. What do you want to hear? You want to hear uh, what what kind of music would you like to hear? I always wonder if you're going to hit me with that little bit of specialness that only you probably oh, know about. Oh, this one. It, it can't be this one. Oh, if it's I, this one, I I'm going to be like really it, happy. I feel like it's coming. Oh, let's see. Oh, Where is it? Oh, there it is. Okay. And if it is what I think it is, I'll have a funny story when we come back. Okay. All right. I think it's this one. <laughs> yep. Okay. I got it. I got it. Funny right. story when I come back then. We'll be back. Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. Like a vandal, light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance, caress the speaker that booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly, when I play a dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it, you better gain weight. You better hit bulls out of kid, don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Time to go solo, rolling. Hit my 5.0, put my rag top down so my hair can blow. 
not waiting just to say hi. Did you stop? No, I just drove, I kept on, pursuing to the next stop. I bust a left and I'm heading to the next block. The block was dead, yo, so I continued to A1A. Girls were hot, wearing less than bikinis. Rock men love us, driving Lamborghinis. Jealous, cause I'm out getting mine. Shade with the gauge and vanilla with the nine. Ready for the chumps on the wall. The chumps acting ill because they're full of eight ball. Gunshots ranged out like a bell. I grabbed my nine, all I heard was shells. Falling on the concrete real fast. Jumped in my car, slammed on the gas. Bumper to bumper, the avenue's packed. I'm trying to get away before the jack is jacked. Police on the scene, you know what I mean? They passed me up, could run it all the dope beans. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Now that I know Sherry is listening, mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 probably I'm definitely gonna have to figure out how to win her over again tonight. <laughs> we have a running joke, so she had a uh, gosh, I'm in trouble. I already know it. She had a love for Vanilla Ice. Okay, no. as a teenager. Like, by, by the way, what is wrong with that? Vanilla no, Ice was I mean, he was awesome. You know, Rob's the man, right? He is. So, he was awesome. So she always teases me. She's like, "Well, that's my boyfriend." And so, like, when I say, "Well, I know we have a show October 30th at uh, mm-hmm. Big Al's and Waxahachie and stuff," and so she's always saying, "Well, you know, I'm gonna see my boyfriend again or this or that." And it's so funny because. You know, now she's going to, and, <laughs> and so I, it's it's just a running joke. So I I knew when you played Ice Ice Baby, and now that I know she is listening, uh-huh. you know. But oh, I, I love awesome. you. I, yeah. I love you. <laughs> so, and I, I, let me echo on this real quick. I have got to say I have such a huge fan base with her, mm-hmm. and honestly, if I only got one vote and it was hers, I'm a winner. There because let me tell you, she. Is the glue, and I tell her this all the time. She is really the glue, and I never really knew what that meant. Mm-hmm. You know, having been married and divorced, I never really knew what it meant to have the glue who really holds something together in that house. And the way she treats my daughter as her own, mm-hmm. uh, the way she—I see how she loves her own daughter, how she talks about her family. 
Uh, and like I said earlier, you know, with her being in, you know, law enforcement mm-hmm. for so long, you know, I already had a love for law enforcement. So anyone who knew me knew that. And I had a, a, a great text that means a lot to me from a, a friend of mine who's a, a law enforcement officer uh, with Dallas. And mm-hmm. he sent me a text while we went to break saying that I was killing it. And how am I doing? Am I doing okay? Well, I mean, you know, I, I he, mean, I mean, I'm not seeing anything on you, Artie. I mean, so geez. What, I mean, I'm only the host. I mean, you know, tom- tomorrow <laughs> you'll be sitting in this chair and I'll be sitting over there. No, let me tell you, I, I, I love this woman to death. She is, she is awesome for me. She is awesome for our family. And again, like I said, if I got one vote and it was her, I am a winner. I, I, I want to, we're not going to do what I said I was going to do there. Um, I want to stay with the police. Okay. And this ludicrous idea and I say ludicrous because it's so stupid yesterday I did a story uh, about the recall signs in California being stolen the anti-recall signs Billy Crystal got his sign stolen he wants to support Gavin Newsom who in turn wants to defund the police okay Billy Crystal called the police. Yeah. Let me, so let for me, a stolen yard sign. So for the the police officers I know, and the reason I so I've always had a respect and love for the police. But when it it came to me, and we talked about this the last time I was on your show with the Dallas Five. Mm-hmm. When the Dallas Five happened, the dart officer was a Marine. So myself and some of the Marines, we went to his funeral to pay respects. I happened to be driving back home and I just something came over me and I knew that uh senior corporal Aaron's funeral procession would be coming down George Bush mm-hmm. and I was going that way and I was like you know what I'm gonna pull over and I'm gonna salute the motorcycles right because there's just something about those motorcycle officers when that mm-hmm. roar comes by it just you feel that thunder I was like I was gonna salute them because they lead the way and then I was gonna salute the family and at the the last you know, car being the hearse, mm-hmm. I was going to cut salute nice and slow, making about face. What I didn't count on was the true mutual respect between military and police. Those police officers started moving their car out of the line, the funeral procession line, and over towards me. Honking, waving, blasting a siren blast, mm-hmm. screaming something out the window. And I was like, well... I can't cut my salute on this car because then the guy behind them is going to feel like, what am I? Right. So Officer Aaron's funeral, I held a salute for two and a half hours. Wow. Then the next day we had, uh, you know, Sergeant Smith and you had Kroll and Zamaripa and so on. And I, and I now carry a, I do the carry the load and on my backpack is the names of all these fallen officers. And I've always said I will never do an interview. And I don't really want to say I'm doing an interview on this particular right. instance. I'm wanting to pay homage to the, the officers that are right. out there because I will never want to take away from them. When I do that salute, it is for them. And they, I, I hope and I really believe that they understand why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And especially now that my fiance is in law enforcement, I, I look at it in such a different way that, you know, that thin blue line is what keeps you from the chaos and the yep. carnage. Mm-hmm. And so when you talk about the Billy Crystal sign and that he had to call the police, when you take the, when you de- vilify the police and you treat them the way we're treating them, they can't even, they can't, they can't even defend the blue line anymore. As mm-hmm. much as they want to, you're taking that away from them. 
when you allow criminals to be the ones that are now the victims, mm-hmm. I mean, what is going on in the world that we won't let our we don't respect our police? I can tell you, in my house, the two girls that are in our house, they respect the police, mm-hmm. and 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 this is where I go back to when I said earlier that most people say, oh, "What's wrong with the kids today?" It starts in the house with the parents. If you allow these things to happen, now let me tell you, my daughter has messed up in some things. Mm-hmm. But we make it right. And if she sure. messed up and she had to pay accountability, she paid her accountability, and we march forward and we do we do what we can to be the, the best member we can be of society. Right. And that's just the way it goes. It doesn't... It, you don't have to, to, to live that kind of... You don't have to be perfect. Exactly. Because if you're caught, you pay the price, yeah. you do the time, and you move on with your life. And like we spoke earlier, who there's only one person that I knew that was perfect. Yeah. And he's waiting for all of us. Mm-hmm. And and uh, it's funny we said this earlier when oh, we were talking. Oh, not me. We not t- me. Okay. we talked a little bit about the faith deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I really firmly believe in my faith, and 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 that's okay to say that. And wh- why is. is it okay? But in some places, you can't. No, I I, I you asked me. It was it, we we took the break there. And you said, hey, I, I hope that was – and I, I hope, you know, and all my guests know this. When you come on this show, you can say whatever you want. I'm okay with spirited debates. If I don't agree with something you're going to say, I'm going to say I disagree with you. Right. Okay? But I'm going to let you say everything that you want to say. And you said that, and you said, well, I hope I didn't go too far. And I said, no, it's not too far because you go as far as you want. I don't know why it's so important. For overly, either overly, even overly religious people to ram their stuff down somebody's throat. Mm-hmm. And I really don't want, understand why it's so important to atheists to tell us we're wrong. Yeah. I, I don't understand that because this is the way I look at it. It's my belief system. Mm-hmm. If I change, that means I have no backbone. It means I really don't have any sort of belief system yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. If I'm just gonna change because you said I was wrong, well, if I don't an atheist is, if an atheist is saying I'm wrong, isn't he really admitting that I'm right? I mean, because if I, what can I be wrong about? If you're telling me God ain't real, then I can't actually be wrong if you're mm-hmm. saying you're right. I mean, you you can't have it both ways. And and and, but that I'm not a I am not a minister no, by no, any you're not, means. You're not thumping a Bible, so I cannot do that. I can only tell you that I know I will go to heaven. I can tell you that the people in my home will go to heaven mm-hmm. because we we did what our belief is. We gave our lives to Christ, and guess what? It doesn't mean we're not free. We're not no. free of sin. We're still sinners. And, th- and you have faith. You don't have faith. proof that that's yeah. going to happen, but you have the faith. See, I, I've got a way to nail people. And yeah. here, let me give it to you. And I hope you use this on the campaign trail. If you do, I don't even need any credit. Just give me a wink or something to the camera. Yeah, I've nailed atheist people with this. You say, oh, you don't believe in faith. No, no, don't believe in faith because there's no proof to them. I say, okay. When you call the cable company and they say, okay, we'll have an attendant out there between 2 and 6, you know in your heart of hearts they're not going to show up on time because they never do. Right. But you stay home between 2 and 6. Why do you stay home? Because you have faith that they will show up. So you do believe in yeah, faith. yeah. You, you you have faith that they're going to show there's no proof they're going to show up between two and, two six. and six. Well, that's true. And you know, the funny thing I always tell people is like, hey, if I'm wrong, then okay. I'm dead. But if you're wrong, buddy. Well, 
I, you, you know Man. what? Here's the thing. I don't even worry about them. This is the, to me, your spirituality, your religion, whatever you want to call it, is the most personal thing you have. Yeah. That's it. That is your. That's your id. It's your ID. It's your identity. It's all those things. Yeah. And that's just who you are. Well, just take just it to, or leave it. Just to echo, I know we touched base just a little bit there on the police stuff. Um, well, I want, go I, want back to I want people to know on September 11th, 9/11, of mm-hmm. course, 20 years, 20 years. I will be hosting uh, with a buddy of mine named Chris Thames out at uh, Softball World in Bedford. Mm-hmm. We're doing a softball tournament out there, and the money we raise, we're given to the Assist the Officer Foundation. Nice. And and I've done that every time a fallen officer happens in North Texas. Uh, myself and another friend of mine who I served in the Marines with, we set up a, a booth, and Bass Pro has always let us have their house to do this. And the money we raise, we, we donate to that family through that's the Assisi Officer Family Foundation. That's, aw- that's awesome. Getting back to uh, – I just want to say this. Yeah, uh, My buddy Harrison, State Attorney General's office, yeah. spoke with Jody Hare, Arrington, District 19, and he spoke very highly of Brian McNeil. All right. See, you're getting known. Well, you're you're already known. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, so it's it's it. I I I, I want to be known for the right reasons. Yeah. And 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 I I really 100 percent you read uh, appreciate you reading that to me, and it makes me feel good. I'm gonna mm-hmm. definitely look these guys up. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything I'm doing, I'm doing because, like I said, I have the support system at my house with Sherry. But I'll see those two girls that are in my house, and if I don't stand up and show them, and a lot of people say, well, what happens if you don't win? then I at least showed them that I was okay to stand up for sure. what I believe in. Well, you have this, and not everybody has this notch in. You chose to serve. You weren't drafted to serve. You weren't right. drafted to become a Marine. You chose. I knew you. You had options in high school. You didn't have to do that. You did that. Yeah. You chose that. People have that in them to do that. Some people don't have it in them, and there's nothing wrong with that. You have this thing in you that says you should serve, and that's why you're doing this. It's because you feel what's happening is wrong. I agree. And you have I don't have it in me to run because there's no way I could ever make it through the vetting process. I'm just <laughs> telling you that right now. But you have this instinct to run and serve your country because you that's what makes you. Yeah. That's like in that id once again. And I, I think it's commendable. I it's, think it's, it's great. It's like the shirt I'm, um, mm-hmm. I'm wearing reads. Yep. Front towards enemy. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and, and we, I just don't know retreat in my mind. And no. I won't ever let my girls see that. And I will never retreat on Sherry. And, and when you, when you it, this is why I always say it starts in the house. If you put everything on your foundation of your house, and yes, I'm, I'm divorced. And I, I was not the best in that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that will all come out in the world. But at the end of the day, I don't live at that address anymore. No. You want to bring up the – it's like the we talked about the guy on Jeopardy eight years ago. That's not who he is anymore. No. You know, just because he told a joke eight years ago doesn't make him a bad person. It, we grow. And if you don't evolve and grow, then, of course, you're a bad person. Let me ask you a hypothetical question. That guy who hosted Jeopardy, uh-huh. let's say that he was a trans now. They found those jokes back then. He be canceled? No. Of course not. Probably wouldn't even have came up. No, of course it wouldn't have because there's such those. It has to fit a narrative, and that that's the problem. We can't 
why can't we just make a mistake anymore in the world and not, and you you don't have to lose your job you don't have to lose your friends you don't have to lose your family you don't have to be sent like I always say sent to Afghanistan because mm-hmm. that's about the only place you can go right I actually read the other day where someone tweeted and I can't remember who it was why don't we send all the magna uh anti-mass supporters to yeah. uh, Afghanistan and I think most of the response was like Let's go. Yeah, okay. I mean we'll clean that up yeah. and then we're gonna fucking clean up. But the it's like here. I said earlier, if you if if Joe Biden wants to get the Americans out, give me a plane, let me get two hundred of my mm-hmm. vet friends, I guarantee you we'll go over there and no American will be left behind. Oh yeah. And 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 it's just always gonna come back down to the basics. If you put America first and you really put America first and not this hidden agenda or not this hidden scope or or you know what, trying to get rich, because let me tell you. That's what the politicians are doing. The reason I think Trump was so successful, he was already rich. Mm-hmm. He didn't need to be, okay. in, he didn't need to have that headache. This is an interesting road that we're going down here. A lot of these politicians are rich, though. Yeah. Why do they keep going down that road? I mean, Nancy Pelosi, their their portfolio is oh yeah near $300 million now, her and her husband's, yeah. on government contracts that somehow his company got awarded. Yeah. Why, how is that? Well, it's like I said earlier. The Democrats play on a role of helping the poor. Are you still poor? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the if they're really helping you, why mm-hmm. are you still poor? And that, why are they making a net worth of $300 million? Mm-hmm. And then I love how they tote in all their campaigns, the millionaires, the millionaires. But you're a millionaire. Right, right. They, I they, mean, the climate czar has taken like 18 trips on his private plane this year. Oh, yeah. The climate's... And, and I don't even his want to get started. His fuel's different. I, I, I don't even want to get started on the environment I, I, because then I would just fucking just blow yeah. up. Um, but it's amazing that we're allowing this as a society, yeah. the do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do mentality. Oh, yeah. Eating without masks on, flying 18 times when you're yeah. saying... Oh, you have to, you know, uh, recycle more and do all this shit. Don't go to your friend's funeral, but Obama can have a party. Yeah, without masks. Don't you go know, to Sturgis. Yeah. Go to go to go to fucking Lollapalooza. Yeah. It's 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 when it's when it's rules for thee and not for me. Mm-hmm. There's there's a huge problem, and I think people who are really believing in what America is. Again, I fall back on don't say you're Republican or Democrat. If you're an American. This should just piss you off. Mm-hmm. If you really believe in your freedoms and you really value your freedoms, it should piss you off that someone says, you better wear a mask. I like this. You better take a shot. Yeah, I like this. The, the millionaires in Congress bitch about the billionaires, and that justifies their uh, obscenity-gamed wealth. It's like pro athletes, the millionaires versus the owners. The billionaires. Oh, yeah. Whenever I hear a pro athlete say, I'm treated like a slave, I just... I, 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 I don't understand, and they're allowed to get away with it. Yeah. And you sit there, and we're allowing these people in our government to get away with it on both sides of the well, podium. See, and that's the pro- other problem with you talk. I'm glad you brought up the analogy of the sports owners and mm-hmm. the players. So when you have a job, so I may not like the mask, but if my job tells me I have to wear a mask, I work for you. If I don't want to wear that mask, guess what? I'll resign. Exactly. A police officer has to do certain things or wear a mask or whatever mm-hmm. because his employer tells him to. So they do it, okay? Same thing here. If you are the owner of a professional sports team and you tell your players, I'm sorry, you won't be taking a knee today. You'll be standing for the national anthem. 
They pay you. Mm-hmm. Guess what they can do? They can tell you what to do. Right. They're your boss. They're your boss. You know, and, and now what we've seen after the Colin Kaepernick thing is all these athletes need that 15 minutes, like the girl who won third place or something like that on the throw the ball or the decathlon thing or whatever uh, she did. I, I, yeah, oh, where she be, took – Yeah. Yeah, okay, it, yeah. It, it was so, the reason I can't remember her is because I just choose not to. Mm-hmm. So she tries to get on this thing or she won't do this for the flag or whatever, and I'm like, really? I mean, you, you didn't even win. Right. But, <laughs> I mean, and, but you want to represent America, but you don't want to stand up for But the since flag. she didn't win, she needs she needs to figure out a way to make that dollar. Mm-hmm. It was it was a it, it it wasn't a belief system. It was a monetary system. It was how can I get paid? And you system. know what's so fucked up about that? You know who should be getting paid a ton of money right now? That black girl wrestler. And I'm sorry, I called her black girl wrestler just because that's all I know her is black girl wrestler. The girl who came out and said how grateful she was. Oh yeah. How proud she was to be a man. How come we haven't seen her on a Wheaties box? How come we haven't seen her in every commercial in the world? Yeah, it's not uh, a narrative anymore. No, it's of not. That's not. not the headline. You can't have good headlines anymore. No, the headline is now. It's okay to quit on your team. Yeah, Simone Biles, perfect example. I I, I can't call her the goat. I just can't. When she does that, not the goat. Yeah, this, I sympathize fo- with her. Hey, and the I problems get it. that she had, but. You're also you chose to make this team. You should have stayed with yeah. your team. Yeah, I, I mean, it, could that, you imagine if Dan Crenshaw walked out on his team? Marcus Luttrell said, "You know what? Hey, mm-hmm. uh, no, thank you. Got, guys. You know what? I told you to keep this guy as a prisoner. Y'all mm-hmm. let him go back down the mountain. I'm out. Yeah, peace. See Y'all you have a good one. You know, so when and, and and fall back on law enforcement. Could you imagine if the police officer's like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to back up my partner today. No. He's on his own. I mean, no. you just don't do that stuff. No, and, I mean, and it's, it's the amazing. And, and, and we're allowing it to happen more and more. The, the, the kid at South Lake Carroll mm-hmm. who dumped on his senior year so he could go to Ohio State and start making money? Are you kidding me? I mean, I, I just sit here and I go, this can't be reality. But it is because we've. It, you're absolutely right. We have allowed it at the home front. Well, and I believe South Lake Carroll did win last night against Highland Park. So the, ju- the junior, the junior quarterback, I good. believe, good came in them. and stood up and did what he had to do. Um, but not that I really care about either one of them teams. But no, no. But it, it is one of those things. When I when I saw that story, I was like, I was sickened by it. Yeah. I was literally sickened by it. And I told some Ohio State fans of mine, I said, as soon as the he, the year before he's eligible for the NFL, he's sitting out that year. Oh yeah. Yes, no, he just wants to make it there. And, hey, if that's his dream, okay. But it's not a guy I'd want to play with. Yeah. Um, could you have him on the battlefield with you? No. No, you couldn't. And, and you, you talked about the police going in there. So many people don't understand what defund the police means. Yeah. So many people think, well, they don't need more helicopters. They don't need more, you know, fancy equipment. So that, uh, that's the last thing that's going to be affected. Yeah, Sherry and I talked about this the other night, and this is what I think a lot of people think that police do. Police just respond to calls. No. If you don't have the, the police officer on patrol, guess what? Crime happens in that area. Mm-hmm. You have to have them on patrol. Uh, policing is actually technically preventative. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 
If you, if you want to have police, they have to be there because they prevent crime. You don't always have to respond to crime. Yes, that happens. Mm-hmm. But if you could, could you imagine if we just defunded the police to exactly what we think we need, which I feel we need more police officers. Amen. Then what happens is it is reactor. All they do is react to phone calls. I had a friend of mine, uh, and I won't say their names because I just don't know who I can say sure. their names for. Went to high school with her, worked her whole life. She retired even, had a calling, is now a Dallas police dispatcher. You know, she could have been sitting at home, mm-hmm. you know, doing what she wants. But in a way, she wanted to do something to give and help and, and you know, have a, a calling there. You know, sure. we, spoke, we spoke about, you know, people who give and volunteer. You know, she had an easy way out. And now she's a police 911 dispatcher for Dallas. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't want to take them phone calls. No. But if, if you keep defunding the police and, and vilifying these police officers, the applicants that you're going to get are going to be criminal applicants. And what you're going to allow is almost, and, and I hate to use this comparison because it's actually probably bad, you're actually giving the Taliban the rule of the perimeter. Well, now you're going to give the criminals the rule of the perimeter. Yeah, it, it's exactly the same because what, what people don't understand is the first thing they're going to cut is the biggest part of their budget, and that is manpower. Yeah. That, that's and jobs. Police academies. That, that's, that's jobs. Yeah. And that means the less police that are on duty, the longer it takes to get to said crime. If we keep doing the police how we're doing them right now, what do you think is going to happen? The good men and women who want to be police officers are going to choose a different profession. So guess what the police departments have to do? Yeah. They have to lower the standard. Mm-hmm. So now, all of a sudden, a person who maybe had to be a college-educated man or woman, now, oh, you know what? High school's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, GED's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you only did soft drugs. Okay. Y- okay. Yeah, oh, no you, felonies? You, okay. You, you, oh, you it was a manslaughter, not murder? Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> you know, and so what's going to happen is, this is why I was saying the comparison you're, you're, when you give, when you keep lowering the standards, then you're stuck with what you got. Mm-hmm. And then how do you get out of it? Well, I, I, here's a question I, I got for you. The how do you get out of it? Because a lot of people know that not all cops are good. There are bad cops out there. Yeah. Right? There, there's bad in every profession out there. Why can't we get rid of them? Why can't what what is taking so because that that's a fair argument. Well, so and 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 I hope the friends of mine that are in police listen to this and know who mm-hmm. I am. I think what's happened for so long, and this is again in every profession, you do have the five percent, ten percent, one percent, whatever you want to call the percent yes. out to be. I call it one percent with the police department. It's still it's still a it's still a good old boy system in mm-hmm. the world, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with having. Four quarters over 100 pennies because if I feel those four quarters are going to help me, I'm okay with that. So to me, the good old boy is it's, that's not a bad thing because mm-hmm. why shouldn't you want to help your friend? The problem is, is what happens is people who are police officers, in my mind, they are so focused on doing good that sometimes they're like, you know what? I know he's not the best officer. I'll just be, a, I'll work a little harder. And I think what's happened, I, I don't think we need to defund the police, maybe retrain some things. But if you, the police officers that I know, if they see an officer do something wrong, I think they will call them out and maybe report them up. But when you start dealing with civil service, things like that, 
then they have different rights. They have different processes. Sure. Oh, so you I, can't just fire them. So I, I what happens is that. the bad officer can get away with so much because you can't just get rid of them. You can't just mm-hmm. fire them unless it's a blatant deal, sure. of course. But, I mean, that's that to me would probably be the only problem. If they could find a way to set up a system, and I'm sure they have one. And I'm not in law enforcement, so I don't know. But I'm sure they have a system where if they report something, yeah, I know they have internal affairs. But there has to be a way that it's it's done in a manner that you do get rid of the bad policing. I don't even know if this answer made sense. Uh, no, it, I'm, look, <laughs> I, it, it's a tough answer. I, I have to admit that. Well, it is because it, there uh, because I can say this: every officer that I know, I, I believe in my heart of hearts that they're going to do the right thing every time. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I have known some bad officers, and you know what? I just don't associate with them. Mm-hmm. That's just the way I do it. But every officer that I've come into contact with that I can call my friend, they're my friend for a reason. They have my cell phone number for mm-hmm. a reason. Um, did you happen to see this story about the Capitol Police officer that is actually suing Donald Trump? Oh, yeah. That I heard For yesterday. the insurgents that happened yeah. or the, the... Didn't the FBI already come out and say that he didn't have... Yeah, he, yeah. It, it, but, but this is a civil trial. It's yeah, like a little OJ. different. Um, but why haven't we, in your opinion, ha- why haven't we heard about all the small business owners suing Black Lives Matter? Because it was their events that started the riots. I'm not saying the the rallies, yeah. but it was they were the ones responsible for those people being there. Wasn't it a Black Lives Matter that started the Dallas Five also? I uh, yes, it was. Yeah, was uh, the police out there protecting the march? I will never forget where I was when I heard that story. I was I, I was in Sacramento and I was mm-hmm. hanging out with my friend Dan at the time because I, I still knew some Dallas police officers and it scared me. Mm-hmm. And then when I heard about the story that the police didn't wear their riot gear because they wanted to be a part of the community, which the Dallas police actually have a very good reputation. Mm-hmm. Or at that time, they had a very good reputation with the city, not like the Boston cops or the, you know, the, the dirty cops that you see. And it completely broke my heart. I mean, it broke my heart on so many levels that something like that could happen in my hometown, mm-hmm. if you will. And the officers, they told people, we're not going to be wearing our riot gear. Mm-hmm. One of the first times that happened in the country, and what happened? Yeah. That happened. It's sickening. Yeah, uh, and I, I've i seen some video, and it just breaks my heart how a lot of that stuff went down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it's, yeah, shouldn't have happened. No. no. But you're right. Why are, why are we not suing? And it just drives me crazy because it's, it's, a, it's a narrative. And this person will probably win some award, mm-hmm. uh, monetary amount, because they'll probably settle. You know, but honestly, you know what? I hope Trump fights it. Oh, I do too. I hope uh, he fights it tooth and nail, and this guy gets absolutely nothing. Well, you know, th- this is the thing that I hope. I hope it gets laughed out. Of, uh, that, that's what I truly hope. I hope it gets laughed out. Mm-hmm. Because this is becoming... It, the lawsuits today, all, all this shit that's happening in the world today, everything is laughable to me. Because it, it, all you have to do is open your eyes, and you can see it. That's and what I, I said earlier. It, Take off the Republican blinder. Take off the Democrat everything. blinder. Be an American and just open your eyes. Is what is going on right now really makes sense? Is that president truly a commander-in-chief and fit to be sending men and women into a combat zone? 
Right. Is he fit to be telling us how we can live our lives? Is he fit to tell us about a vaccination that he didn't agree with in the beginning? Is he fit to do all this stuff? And the answer is all, no, he's not. And we're allowing it to happen. And each day we allow more and more things to happen. You're going to, you are going to be pissed if you didn't know this story already. A Washington state mother said she was horrified by her daughter's high school not informing parents about having athletes wearing ankle monitors as a part of a way to enforce social distancing to prevent COVID-19. I I don't even know where to start there. I, I, I mean, now you're telling your kids they're like convicts. Yeah. And this is okay for a school board to do? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not parents anymore. Uh, we're we're, we're going to tell you what to do now as parents. I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm shocked. I, I'm perplexed. I have been this way since I hate the masks, okay? I yeah. hate them. I hate the fucking masks. I'm fat. I have a hard time breathing. Deal with it. <laughs> I got the vaccination. I'm not afraid to say I got it. You know why? Because I knew I was going to travel, and I knew this passport thing was going to be a real thing. Yeah. You start to give an inch, you give all this shit away, right? And it's okay to get the shot. It is. It's okay to wear the mask. It's okay to social distance. You know, none of that stuff has ever bothered me. Um, You know, I I, I will always reference back to Sherry. You know, her mom is a nurse. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know, I will, I will, I love the conversations I have with her because she, she's educated me on some mm-hmm. things. There's been some things I'm like, I don't know, but then you, when I hear it from her, I'm like, okay, you know what, it makes sense. You know, and I remember during the COVID height, you know, we lost a lot of valuable time with our families. Yes. Uh, and I, and I sit at home and and I hear how Sherry talks about how she spent time with her family and how. During the COVID time, we didn't get to see them as much. Mm-hmm. And now that maybe the shots have happened or something, you know, or the masks, or, you know, whatever's happening, some of it's starting to be seen now. So, you know, here's my here's what I always fall back on with the masks and the shots. If you got the shot and they, they told me the shot is good, and I've had COVID, mm-hmm. and if I'm listening to Dr. Rand Paul, uh, and he says that if I've had the 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 virus, my antibodies are better than the shot. Sure. So if you had the shot and I've had the virus, we should be good. Yeah, we should. If I'm wearing a mask and you're not wearing a mask, guess what? We should be okay. Yeah. So if the mask work, why the six feet? Right. If yeah, the I, six I, feet work, why the mask? I mean, we can do that debate all day. Mm-hmm. But to go back to the ankle monitors, that is a, I'm sorry, that's just a huge hell no. You do not put an ankle monitor on a kid, you just... Well, the, the, you're, you're, what, are we training them to already be criminals? I, I, right? I mean, look, look, the whole mask mandate thing at, for kids, I'm so opposed to that because now you're teaching kids to hide. Yeah. You want the kids to come out. You're, you're, look, and if you're one of these overzealous parents saying, not my kid, my kid's not going to wear a mask, fine, send them to school with a mask on. The masks don't... Look... Just because somebody's wearing a mask and then there's a kid six feet away not wearing a mask, yeah. don't mean he's going to get it. Your fears sh- and feelings should never trump my freedoms. Right. Exactly. And, exactly. and, and you got to let that sink in. 
doesn't mean I don't respect your fears. It doesn't mean I don't respect your feelings. Mm-hmm. These are my freedoms. They're more important to me. They, they, we, didn't we just have 13 people die mm-hmm. for these freedoms? And, and I still fall back on this. I'm not saying anything, and I'll, I'll just say it in this one sentence. In my mind, and you can't convince me otherwise, they were sacrificed by Biden. Because we spoke about it earlier, if you're going to send the military into a situation, send them into the situation and what they're trained to do, and that's to be on the offense, not to be some high-tech TSA guard mm-hmm. to let people in through a wall. No, I, I, I totally agree. Senseless, senseless deal happened yesterday that should not have happened. And yet we, the American people, are allowing it to happen. We allow the ankle monitors to be put on children because, and it's like you said, and I've talked about this before, nobody really wants to go to school board meetings. I mean, my parents taught me at an early age they would never join the PTA because they didn't want to be around all those other parents. Yeah. Okay? But now you're seeing the the crux of that. Did you see the video of the the lady? And I, I wish I could think of her name. But she is a person who actually is hired by hospitals and hired by doctors and, and stuff. And she teaches people about the masks and, mm-hmm. and how to make a hospital safe. Right. She's certified in courts to testify and stuff. And she spoke on the masks and said, you're asking doctors. Well, doctors technically don't know. She said, you're asking nurse. She said, nurse technically don't know. I guess a, a pediatrician had got up and spoke before her. And, and he, she said, no disrespect. But you set your mask down when you started talking on a thing that people have had their hands on. Thank so you, you pick your mask up and you put it back on. What did you really do? Yeah. You, you did nothing but give a show of wearing a mask mm-hmm. because you were told to wear it before you walked in the building. So here's the thing, and I keep seeing this other meme. If this is the deadliest virus in the world, you're telling me the paper mask is going to f- save me, but if I paint a room, I got to wear this other type right, of mask. Right. Or if I'm working with uh, nuclear biological chemicals, I have to wear this mop four level right. level suit. <laughs> suit. But this this is the deadliest virus in the world, which has a very high survival rate. Very, very, very. But this paper mask is yeah. the answer. Which on the box of the paper mask says will not protect you from COVID. That's the best part is that it's on the box. I was at Bucky's yesterday, and they had like a hundred masks for fifty cents, and this lady's just buying them all up. I'm like, "Wow!" I'm just, I'm shaking my head because, and look, I bought special masks that they have fucking horrible things on them because I'm going to California. I hate the masks. If the sign says you have to wear a mask to go in, I will honor that, or I will choose not to do business there. Yeah, that that's the way I handle it. And I know if I choose not to do business there, then I'm just some crazy, you know, fucking whack job who thinks he knows it. No, I choose not to give my money to them because they are forcing me to wear something. And that's okay. Yes. That's the problem. Why can't we go back to the basics of it's okay? Hey, you know what? I don't like the way they give me service. I'm not going to eat there. Bingo. Uh, Shit, where where, where is my damn stepbrother's clip for that? Hold on. Let me just do this one time and go. Bingo. I mean, yes. It's it's okay that I don't agree with Arnie on everything. Mm -hmm. It's okay that I don't agree with this person on everything. It's okay that I'm Republican, you're Democrat. Not saying you are. I'm just... No, no, no. I get what you're saying. These are all okay things. It doesn't mean we have to be enemies. It doesn't mean we have to 
disown each other as friends and family. It's it's just okay. And I'm okay with you not being okay with what I believe in. Yeah, I'm okay with that. What what? That's where I fall back on. It's not the kids that changed. It's the grown-ups that changed. And we started just skirting things to the side and allowing things to evolve in a way that we didn't want to hurt people's feelings. Trophies for everybody. Oh, yeah. Because you don't want to hurt. I, I, I told somebody this the other night. Hey, you I, never won a game, but here's a trophy. Yeah. You participated. Uh, I was asked to coach a, a, like a little league football team in Reno when I was living there, and I was like, oh, sweet. I was thinking about the head getting stickers for good plays. Guy goes, no, you, you can't award them. Like individual kids, I said, "Huh?" I said, "If this kid does like a great play, I can't give him a helmet." Stick? No, I said, "All right, I don't want to be a coach." I and and I I, I opted out before the season even started because yeah. I learned that rule. I was like, "I can't live that way." It it, it that's not real. That, to me, that's just not real. We were raised at a time where if you got a second place trophy, you really didn't show it off that much. Yeah. You know, you weren't really that proud of second place. But, hey, you, you got a trophy, and you, you earned it. You're the best loser. Yeah. I mean, the movie. Shake and, shake and bake. Yeah, I mean, the movie, it was so true. If you're not first, you might. it, it, it should be, you might as well be last. Yeah. Because it's true. We care about winners. Do you know why Kobe Bryant couldn't get all the money? Like, Or, or it was LeBron at first. Now, now he's got in. But they wouldn't sign him to overseas deals. Kobe had the market just locked. And it's because LeBron wasn't a winner. They only associate with winners. And it's that way all over the world. Cristiano Ronaldo makes a billion dollars a year. You know why? Because he's a fucking winner. Yeah. He's a winner. And people like to associate themselves with winners. Well, so there's an analogy. If you hang around... Five thieves, you're gonna become the sixth. Yep. If you hang around five millionaires, you're gonna become the sixth. Yeah. It's it, it, you're a product of your environment and your association, and that's just the way it is. However, uh, Colin Powell grew up mm-hmm. in poverty, became in my mind the second most powerful man in the world, the Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. You can still, because it's America. Choose your path. Yes. yes. You may be a product of your environment, but you still choose your path. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Be accountable for that. That's the problem. We don't want to hold people accountable. No one's holding Biden accountable right now. Mm -hmm. And if they are, I I don't know who they are. Because when you're saying the Taliban told us that we have to leave on the 31st. Right. You should be held accountable for that. Yeah. This isn't the Marriott. Yeah. This isn't a checkout time. And I, I, I hope I'm wrong, but what I spoke on earlier, that last plane leaving, mm-hmm. it better be guarded by some C-130s mm-hmm. with spitting out some flares because they're going to take some shots at that plane. I just I, I look at all this stuff, and it, it just so amazes me that to think this way, you're wrong to think this way. It, it's wrong to think like a winner. When did it become wrong to think like a winner? I don't know. Do they still have the slap board at Notre Dame? Yeah, Play oh, like yeah. a champion today? Oh, yeah. yeah. You so, know what? That should be at the front of everybody's door. Except that it should read this. Live like an American today. Yeah. Here's where I'll disagree with you respectfully. They shouldn't have to have a fucking board. Yeah. It should be in you. It should be in you. 
And I, I love the board. I love the, 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 the whole pageantry of it all. But if you're at Notre Dame, yeah, you should play like a motherfucking champion. If you're at the University of Texas, I don't care where you play. Or where you work. work, Or what you do. You do it to win. If you're the janitor, be the best janitor you can be. Right. You know what? I mean, wasn't the CEO of IHOP, and I don't know if she's still the CEO. You know what? She was a server at Uh IHOP. She worked her way up and became the CEO of IHOP. Yeah, that's white privilege. Yeah, she didn't work hard at all. No, no, she, I mean, she just and, got and, it. and yeah. somebody would say, yeah. "Well, she she, she yeah. got that way because she was what?" No, and and it's like, why did you just cut everything out from underneath yeah. her? All those fucking shifts that she had to work, all the bullshit she yeah. had to put up with, she made it to CEO. You just can't say congratulations. That's all you have to say. You don't have to yeah. like her. You don't have to agree with anything. Just say congratulations and move on. But no, now we have to fucking take pot shots at people. I saw a great thing yesterday, and I know it's old. Candace Owens, who is a very outspoken Republican. Very. And uh, I, I, I like Candace Owens. I like I like Ben Shapiro. I like both yeah. these people. Now, sometimes they say some things. I just kind of go, eh. But she was in front of a, a, a Senate committee, and one of the people that played a clip of her saying something about Adolf Hitler. And it was completely edited. It was completely talking about how Adolf Hitler was a nationalist and saying that nationalists aren't bad. But he was, he, he, he was, he was, she, they cut off the part where she said, oh, by the way, he, he's a psychopath that wanted to end revolutions and, or end people. Yeah. You know, but he was a nationalist. Why is it bad to love your country? I, I, I don't understand that. Like, when did it be bad? That we were proud to be Americans. Yeah. I mean, I remember 9-11. I was on the air. I watched it happen live on television. Remember the days after 9-11 with all the American flags? Yeah. All of them. Everywhere. One thing I love about Graham Allen, and I have a shirt that says it, make America 9-12 again. Exactly. Yeah. Because you're right. There were flags everywhere. Everywhere. You could stand in the longest line at the grocery store and you didn't care because you were talking to another American in line. Exactly. You were sharing the common goal of love for country. Hey, Republicans and Democrats stood on the steps and saying, God bless America. Hold on. Did we just say God? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, and why is this? It's changed. It's because you, you fell to the fears and feelings of people. Right. You trumped freedoms. For fear and feelings. And when you do that, it's just dangerous ground. And that's what's happened. That's why you have such disconnect right now. That's why you have the hatred that you have now. That's why you have friends unfriending friends, family disowning family, because it's feelings and fear. Your freedoms don't matter anymore because you hurt my feelings. Exactly. Exactly. and, And here's the kicker. It hasn't even officially been 20 years yet. I want you to think about that. Not twenty years is not that long a time. To, to a nineteen-year-old, it seems like for forever, but twenty years is not that long. And look how far we have fallen. Yeah, we've we forgotten. I mean, I, I mean, we said we wouldn't forget. Yeah, we forgot. We completely. We have no idea what that's about. Yeah. I used to say it will take another nine eleven to bring this country back together, but I, I'm afraid that I'm wrong. 
I'm afraid. I think if we have another 9-11, America will lose. Oh, oh, I agreed. And, here, and I don't mean why. that in the, the context that I think probably 99% of the people will hear that in. Right. Because if you have the way that we're going right now, you're, you're, you, we will. That doesn't mean there's not American, and gosh forbid, if you say the word patriot anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just America has to remember that it's still we, the people. So when it's time to vote, be smart. Look at that mayor. Look at that city council. Look at that school board. Every vote has never mattered more in the world than it does today. Yep, I agree. And I can, I, I'm still can guarantee you, there are people who voted for Biden that are rolling in their graves right now <laughs> because they can't even believe they voted for no. him in death. No, and and what's so funny is that if another 9/11 happens, I know exactly what you mean because now the majority will say. We deserved it. Yeah. That's what they're going to say. You know, back when it happened in 2001, how dare they? Yeah. Oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. Well, we've been waiting. That will be the new narrative because it always has to fit the narrative. You just had that one coming. Yeah. 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 It's sad. And you sit there and go, how do we have this coming? Because we let women, like, go out in public? It's like I said at the end of the day, we are the – only country that is free. Yeah. And nobody likes that. Everybody wants it. But they know they can't handle it because it's hard fucking and work. And that's why you got to take it from them. Yeah. See, and it's hard work. We tried to do that to the Germans after World War One. Yeah. They saw how, how hard it was. They had the soup lines. They had people, and they didn't. Yeah. They were dying. And this charismatic young fellow with the square mustache says, I'm going to take us back to social politics. And, of course, the people are going to go, well, fuck, yeah, the government's going to start feeding us again. Thank God. You know, war creates peace. Mm-hmm. And war did end fascism, I believe, and mm-hmm. communism and a couple other things. I mean, so. That we've ushered back in. Yeah. You know, communism's all. Oh, know, it's. it's In our government. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's so maddening. Now, one thing we haven't talked about that I do want to get your reaction to Um as you are going to run for Congress in and represent the state of Texas. What do you do about the current situation at the southernmost border, Mm. our border? Not Arizona, not even in El Paso. God bless them. Love the people in El Paso. Love Mm -hmm. the people in Arizona, the people in New Mexico. The big one. What do you do? Well, you you have to one you have to continue building a structure which would be the wall. Mm-hmm. That has to happen. Um, you have to enable the law enforcement to be able to arrest and deport. I mean, they you can't let these people in. You've got to shut that down. And for anyone to say otherwise, you're you're fooling yourself. It, mm-hmm. it, and, and and it goes back to hey, we'll have an open border. You know, we talk about the COVID, but we're letting these people walk in. I, it's stuff like that. I just, I, I, I just, it just drives me crazy because none, none of the numbers make sense. None of the logic makes sense, but yeah, you have to shut the border down. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to be an American, do it the right way. I have, I don't think anyone has any issue with people coming to America. Just do it the right way. Yeah. That's all I ask. 
no, I don't think I've ever said, nope, I don't want anyone coming to America. If you're not born here, yeah. Right. Come to America, just do it the right way. There's a process for a reason. Well, I want people to come to America because that's what's made America. Yeah. That has what that that that's the main ingredient is people from everywhere, but they have to come here the right way. The right way. Uh, Ogre says overly punishing Germany uh, greatly added to Hitler's rise. This is why you can't just bomb the shit out of countries or terrorists and expect them to behave. Mm. I don't know. I, I probably would have to say I disagree a little bit. Okay. You drop a bomb on the the Af- uh, the Taliban, they 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 would go back. They they retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, it, does it solve it one hundred percent? No, but it lets them know who's really in power. Well, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is where this whole rules of engagement, where we talked about earlier, is. We drop a bomb. They retreat. They wait out another twenty years. They come do the same thing, right? Because they're going to procreate. They're going to make enough fucking people hate us. Not if we use what we have, our military to hunt down these people and put them off the face of the earth. Yeah, it's funny. Biden said yesterday we're going to hunt you down. We, you can't hunt when you're retreating. Yeah. He's you like can't Elmer, hunt when you're leaving. He is Elmer Fudd of hunters. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't hunt when you're leaving. Uh, you go out and you get on the offensive and you start just laying down the fire and, and win. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do. But when you strap you know, handcuffs on the military fighting force, mm-hmm. well, you restrict them. Yeah. Because I can tell you right now, if you were to really 100% unleash the American firepower, which is the military fighting man and woman, mm-hmm. th- it wouldn't have been a 20-year war. No. Oh, God. Oh, it no. wouldn't have been a 20-year no, war. No, But since we have to, you know, oh, can't do this, oh, can't do that. You know what? Loss of life is a tragedy, but it is a part of war. But guess what? Tell that to the 3,000 families on 9-11. Mm-hmm. That were just doing their jobs. That went to work that morning and mm-hmm. didn't get to come home. I look at it like the, that. I'm glad you brought that up because I can make an analogy out of it, and I love making analogies. If you like comedy, if you really like comedy and, and even blue comedy in there, there's nothing worse than going to a clean comedy show or at being asked as a comedian to be a clean comic. Do you know why? You don't get to use your full arsenal. Why would I want to do it? And, and yeah. there are plenty of comics that do it, and they do a great job of it, maybe because that's not in their arsenal. But if I'm going to go and entertain people, if I'm going to go protect people, I want the full arsenal there. Yeah, That's what I want. But I had a, uh, a story I share, you know, sitting in front of, you know, um, colonels and generals and stuff, and you're going over the amount of firepower that you want. Uh, when you go on this particular patrol, and they say, well, man, it seems like a lot of firepower there, McNeil. Yeah. I don't have a problem dying for my country, but it ain't going to be because I ran out of ammo. Yeah, bingo. You know, and I, I saw an analogy the other day when they were talking about the Taliban, you know, kind of making fun of the Mount Saribachi Iwo Jima flag raising, mm-hmm. and they wanted to make their own little one. And a buddy had posted saying, um, his name's Matt Amos. How'd that make you feel when you saw that? At first, it pissed me off until I got the uh, till I saw what Matt had said about it, and he said, mm-hmm. "You know, the men and women, or the men who raised Mount Saribachi, 
you know, they fought, they shot, they used their helmets, they bashed bodies, they won a war, and they raised the American flag, and they let anyone who saw that flag know, we just kicked some serious tail over here. Mm-hmm. Taliban, I fall back on, they're mimicking a flag raising. They didn't. They didn't fight a war. They didn't. They didn't win anything. They hid, and they came after we left. Right. So, you know, they didn't. They didn't do anything. They take the pot shots. They hide behind the women. They use the children. They plant the IEDs. They do all these things. They didn't really win anything. So they're not mimicking anything really. Mm-hmm. They're just actually showing how stupid they are to try to poke the bear again. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I can assure you this: Biden will not be in office eventually. The Democrats will lose the hold in the presidency. And while the world may be watching us now, I can assure you the Americans that really believe in the red, white, and blue are also watching. And when mm-hmm. we take hold again, we're coming. Oh, yeah. Wait, we remember. We're coming. Yeah, we, we remember. remember. About the only thing I can say that I could agree with Biden yesterday is he said, we won't forget mm-hmm. and we won't forgive. Well, and, and this is the thing is that Sawyer's dad says no one can believe that we're going to get justice for yesterday. Not under this no, president. We will. Not, Not under this under, one. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that uh, even Ogre says Biden's toothless actions will be something like sanctions. Oh, that does anything. Right. Yeah. I, what are we sanctioning him? They can't live in dirt anymore? Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing that we get. No more fucking of camels. I, 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 I don't believe in sanctions. I never have. I Look. I think they're good if they're part of something else. But by themselves alone, no. I think they're good if sanctions can actually hurt a country. What are you going to... Yeah, you ain't hurting Afghanistan. Let's tell the truth. Where's the trade there? Afghanistan has been nothing short of a porta potty on fire since 9-11. Yeah. This is the same country... That unbeknownst to them, even though it was only two and a half miles away from their West Point, was Osama bin Laden in his compound. Well, didn't the Taliban spokesperson yesterday say, or yesterday or the day before, Osama bin Laden was not responsible for 9-11? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Great job. Thank God they have a spokesman. You know, I'm so glad that they're on Twitter now. Yeah. I mean, it's I so mean, great. They're on Twitter, but not following. Not following them, by the way. Yeah, and you know, and that's that right there. That's another slap in the face of anyone who believes that America is America. You're going to tell me that an American who is a president, who, by the way, what's the First Amendment here? Freedom of speech. Okay, so yeah, I just yeah. want to make sure we're okay with that. Yeah. So if it's freedom of speech. Does it really matter what Trump says? And and do I need to, if I post something on my Facebook, do I need to have Facebook come in and underline it with, to do your research on COVID, click this? I mean, give me a break. It's I'm not, you don't have to believe mm-hmm. me. No, I get it. You can do your own. So we're going to tell Trump, you don't get to have social media, mm-hmm. but the people who killed Americans can. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Boy, that's awesome. It, it, I, I, I've been trying to figure it out all you week. You know, I mean, the, uh, the, the, let me t- and let me tell you this. If I do win, God, I hope I do win in some ways because I will tell you I will be relentless on social media, people. You, I will probably get blocked, and I'm okay with that because I don't need to win a, bo- a war in social media against social media. No. I'm going to do it the right way. People are seeing through social media so much now. 
they're seeing the hypocrisy involved. I put up a, a, a video last week of Anthony Fauci, an unedited video of him talking about how the masks don't work when all the COVID things yeah. first started. He talked at length on it. I put that video up. I clicked on it an hour later, and I had the COVID fucking box on there. Yeah. That not all of this is true. I'm like, I did, and I, and I didn't say anything. I just put, hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a second. I didn't say anything. This is just a video. The look, and I understand. America's free thinking, up. right? Free mm. thinking in America. Well, still, right? well, here's the thing. I I will give them this. You signed up for it. You agreed to it. You know, you check that box. Nobody reads all 500 billion pages of whatever Apple has or whatever Facebook has. You say, I agree, because you want to get logged on. Yeah. And all that shit's in there, that you agree to their rules and their stipulations. So, yeah. if, if look, I, when I violated TikTok's community standards, I did my due diligence, and I said, I want to fight this. Because I don't think my jokes are that bad. I mean, there were a couple that were, but... And I lost, so I had to start a new page. And I have to start from the, the, the beginning again to build that page up. And, okay, I, I, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to work. So yeah. what's stopping everybody what, else? What's, again, what's wrong with freedom of speech? Now, granted, we all know you can't run into the movie theater. They always say don't scream fire. In right, the and you know theater. they tell you you can't yell fire in a movie theater. Or movie theater in the fire. God damn it, I fucked that joke Boy. up. God dang it. Are you really a comedian? Here? Man, oh man, usually I'm gold with that for, one. For those that are listening, Arnie and I are switching seats right now. <laughs> See, there was a joke. Yeah, I mean, that was fucking great right yeah. there. No, I mean, in, 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 in true seriousness, it's just really, you, you have to be able to have the freedom of speech. And we have to be able to understand that we are okay to free think. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. That makes sense what Arnie said. Doesn't mean I believe it. No. But you know what? It makes sense. Let me look into it. Yes. Let me look into it. I'm not saying that everything I say is gold. I look into the things I say, and if I say them, then I believe them. When we were in school and you had to write a paper, and you, you remember when we'd have to go to the library and you flip through those little cards, index cards, oh, yeah. and trying to find the research? Because you're researching what you're writing about. Exactly. It's the same thing here. Just because mm-hmm. I say something doesn't make it true. No. Go research it and find out for yourself. You know, and that's that's the problem. We we the social media giants have been able to to control us. And what and if we doing. want to be a part of it, mm-hmm. we have to let them control us. Mm. Hey, you're on the air. Who's this? All right, bye. Uh, my friend Stacker, he's he's been talking about it. his parents immigrated here legally from India when he and before he was born, he was born here. He's an American citizen. He says, I've been dealing with getting medical assistance for my wife. It's been a nightmare. But a person I know who is not a resident can get medical coverage 100% in about two days. And he did. It. his parents did it the right way. He says, I've been doing this for two weeks, jumping through hoops, just to get one step forward. It's terrible. And then here's the other thing that's terrible that's going on. And nobody's talking about that stuff. The other thing nobody's talking about is this. The Indian, uh, the India farmer protest that's been going on for over a year, mm-hmm. and there's no coverage on it whatsoever. You barely see anything. Do you know who's trying to buy out all of the small farmers? Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Oh, I was going to oh. say Gates. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Gay, te- gay test some real estate. Yeah, and, and and I see this, and once again, let me say, I have no problem with wealthy people wanting to acquire things, but you can't get the, the government then to do your bidding and have these people sell their crops and do all this kind of stuff for nothing, because I've been seeing all that, but nobody pays attention to that because those are American problems. They'll figure that out in America. Yeah. And by yeah. America, they mean they're going to allow <laughs> those communities to figure it out until we go, wait, wait a second, that's bullshit. And nobody's saying anything. These are the people that make our food. These are pretty important people. Yeah, I would say. I mean, they're up there with the, I don't know, truck drivers of the world. You know, the ones who get the food to us. Yeah. You know, but nobody pays attention to them. They're just going to let them figure it out. America will figure it out. Sit there and go, well, you are America. But this whole idea about these immigrants coming in. But let me ask you this, if you know this question. Why are there people from the Kabul airport coming to Texas? Why in the fuck are we getting them? I uh, let me. I'll be a bad guy here. I don't care. Well, I don't want them. Yeah. Well, here's the, here's. The, we don't that, need them. That's a, that's almost a slippery slope. If 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 you can truly one hundred percent guarantee to me that they helped Americans, and we do it the right way, I'll be okay. But you can't. You no. If if, if a woman waving a passport to get into the Kabul airport the other day. They open the gate, and then all of a sudden a flood comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do believe a two-year-old was trampled to death, if I heard that correctly. No, and, I haven't uh, heard that. So I, I heard, and again, I'm okay with being corrected in the world, but a person, had a mom had uh, wanted to get through the gate, was waving some piece of paper, passport, whatever. Mm-hmm. They opened the gate. By the time she got up, her two-year-old had been trampled to death. Do we really know who came through those gates? Do we really know who's on those planes? I mean, because if I can grab a paper and, hold on, didn't we destroy all the stuff to prove who people are? Shouldn't we have done that after we proved who they were? Right. Right. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, you know, that's... What do you say to the people that said this was all planned? That we left all this stuff behind and it seems planned. What do you say about that? It wasn't planned by Trump. Okay. I'll say that. I'll say that. I don't want to say it was planned to leave that stuff because I just, I, I just want to believe that that we would not Seven, do that. What, what was it? Seventy-five thousand vehicles. Yeah. Over six hundred thousand weapons. Yeah. You know, I remember, in, and I have a buddy of mine who was with uh, Black Hawk Down, mm-hmm. and. When a helicopter went down, and it was pretty much destroyed when it went down, but they still blew it up so there wouldn't be no intel left, and Mm -hmm. that was just one helicopter. There's a reason we don't leave that intel open. So here's the thing. People are worried about, oh, the Afghans are going to use it against us. No, they're going to sell it to the highest bidder. Bingo. And they're going to have our intel. They're going to understand how our GPS works. They're going to understand how our countermeasures work. They're going to understand so much about us that we are going to now have to double down and figure out a way to be better than what we already wore. Which we will. We will, but we just set ourselves. I mean, we. that's why I said a minute ago, if we're attacked again, we'll lose. Not in the sense that we'll lose as Americans. We won't lose, but we will lose. Oh, sure. Oh, and, I get it. And, and to, to win, you have to be on the offense. Mm-hmm. I equate it, and 
gosh, if Sherry's still listening, I equate it to driving. I feel an offensive driver mm-hmm. is the best driver out there. Think about um, Emmett Smith when he was mm-hmm. a running back. He was looking ahead to see where the hole was so he knew where to go. Right. He wasn't a defensive runner. If he's a defensive runner, he's like, oh, oh, he's going to hit me. You know, so same thing here in combat. You have to be on the offensive. You have to go out there and do things. Leaving Afghanistan may have been an answer, but you know what? If we would have set up a couple of true military bases, the bag rooms, and really maintained them, mm-hmm. and you have an interest in America, uh, or American interest in that country, mm-hmm. maybe we're there keeping it at bay. Maybe we're there preventing. Because sometimes an offense prevents us having to go on a defense. Sure. And we're about to be on a defense again as America. Big time. Ogre says, you can bet your ass five times till Sunday that the Taliban will sell as much as they can to China and Russia. Oh, yeah. And maybe get a little protection oh, yeah. in return from China and mm-hmm. Russia. Imagine for, that. Yeah. I, I, it's weird how they become strange bell, bedfellows when that uh, happens. Uh, Brian's got to take a break for just one quick second. I'll keep going. Oh, you know what? I can tell my jokes right now. Because that, that'd be good. That, that's a good time for today's TikTok jokes. Oh, and today's T-shirt time. I have a great new T-shirt on. It's, uh, it just says toxic masculinity. Have I triggered you yet? So, yes, I, I'm going to wear this out in public today. And I hope I do trigger some people. Uh, how do you get a sweet little 80-year-old woman to yell fuck? Have another sweet little old 80-year-old woman yell bingo. That, that's a long one. What's the most positive thing in Ethiopia? HIV. And why does Lucy Liu have such small small breasts? Because her parents would only allow A's. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Let's see. Uh, All right, Brian's back. Thank God. Otherwise, I was going to have to entertain people. Struggling there? Yeah, no, not at all. Not whatsoever. Um, well, Sherry said I suck at driving, so. Oh, there you go. I'm, I'm going to go back and take a defensive <laughs> driving course. <laughs> uh, trying to think what else we haven't covered yet. I mean, the whole COVID thing, we've gone around it, in, in and out of it a little bit. Do you see an end in sight? I mean, Fauci just came out last week and said spring of 2022. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny, everyone. I, I've heard people say, if everyone gets the shot, it goes away. Uh, I've heard well, that's 100% not true. Yeah, 100% not true. Here's well, a let, 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 may I interrupt you? Sure, because something didn't sit with me right last night, and I wrote about this on Facebook. The Delta variant was first found in December of 2020 in India. Yep. Okay, the first vaccines were issued on December 11th of 2020. Yes. Now, we can all attest that with the first few months, it was kind of a clusterfuck on how to get the vaccines, correct? Mm-hmm. It, was, it was tough. And then it became a lot easier as the months went on. And they wanted to hit this number of 70% vaccinated by July. They didn't hit that number, but that number shouldn't even matter because the Delta variant was already here. Yeah. If you think about it, if the Delta variant was around in 2020 and we started taking the vaccine around the same time, yeah. that shit's going to get here 
whether it's on a crate, whether it's on... We didn't stop yeah. getting shit from India. You just have to... It, my personal opinion, and again, just so people know, not a doctor, not a nurse, mm-hmm. no medical background here at all, but I personally believe this is something we just learned to coexist with. And... and if and that falls back on your freedoms and what you feel is good for you and your belief system. If you feel the masks work, then you can wear the mask. If you feel the shot works, then get the shot. If you feel like you've had COVID and you have enough antibodies in you, then be okay with that. Because guess what? We've had to do that with everything else that we've ever faced. Ever. This is this is where I this come is a say, control thing to yeah. me. Oh, completely because. I encourage kids to eat dirt. The more germs, the better, because it builds up their own antibodies. It builds it all up. It makes them stronger. The more antibacterial rub we get on kids, I think it's doing so much worse. Yeah. Because you're not allowing your body to accept that germ and go, mm, how am I going to fight this germ? Okay, I'm going to fight this germ. I imagine the first person that ever got the flu probably died right away. And it got to other people, and then, you know, it started. And it still does kill people if, if we had a flu, because yeah. Donald Trump eradicated the flu. Yeah. So congratulations to him for that. I mean, it, you got to give him credit for it. We don't have flu numbers anymore, so Donald Trump ended the flu. Yeah, and, I, and that's another thing. I'm, I, you, we scream follow science. We scream follow numbers. But are we ever given real numbers? I mean, didn't the governor who just took over for Cuomo come out and said, well, I'm adding 10,000 more to yeah. that. So, I mean, what, I, I don't even know what the real numbers are. And, no. and, I, and I, 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 I believe I said this one time when everyone, they rained down on me, and I will still say it till I'm blue in the face. And it almost is going to make me sound cold, but I'm going to say it. If you told me today that we would lose 200,000 lives around the world to COVID, would you be okay with that to have the melee that we've had around the world? And I said, hey, yeah. If you told me that 200,000 people had to die to not have the millions of lives affected, because we don't, let's, let's talk, if we're going to talk about numbers, do we even know what the alcohol rate is that's gone up mm-hmm. for alcoholism, the drug rate for people who have done drug abuse now, the suicide rate because of people who don't know what it's like. And then we're also going to say, hey, quarantine, what about the person whose their only freedom in life is to get out of that house because they live in fear when they do go home? So if we want to talk about numbers, be real about what's really going on here. It's a control thing so that they can do the ankle monitors at the school, so that they can push upon school boards. Hey, if we can make them control, if we can make you have them wear the mask, great. And here's the other thing. We're going to say the FDA approved the vaccine, so now employers can mandate it. But is it really approved? So there's a, still a process here. Just because, I mean, let's, well, let me put it like this way. How many things has the FDA approved that we've come out and said, ooh, we messed that up? Cheetos. I'm, I'm being totally serious. Yeah. I, I saw a list of things the FDA approved the other day. It was kind of a joker type thing. Yeah. And, yeah, they approve it, and, and we have to be okay with what they approve because they're the powers that be. If they don't approve it, we're not going to use it. Yeah. And we believe – this is part of that whole narrative. We believe in it Yeah. because it's been there always for us. 
and now it's kind of got a little sketchy. Or, or at least we're finally starting to see what the sketchy part has always been. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, the part that they want to hide the most. Well, that's why they hated Trump so much. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, Kale says, yes, I'm fine with people dying. Guess what? People die anyways. Our mortality rate uh, rate didn't change during COVID, which it didn't. Uh, didn't kill any more people than they were going to die anyways. Yeah. That's, that's a very true statement. It is a true statement. And the biggest true statement of it all is if you look at all the numbers and you, the 7 billion people that are on Earth, it's less than 1%. Yeah. Way less than 1%. And you sit there and you go, and in America, the number's even more smaller because you, you say, I want to know the real numbers. At one time on the coronavirus website, they counted 15,000 hospice deaths as COVID. Yeah. If you know anything about hospice, those people are going to die anyway. Those people are what you call terminal. Yeah. You can't count that death. That doesn't count for you. The motorcyclist who was beheaded, who tested positive for COVID, didn't die because of COVID. But that's what they wrote down. Yeah, that and that's and that's that's the problem here. You, and, and just to go back into the faith thing, we all are going to meet our Maker. Okay, the hour of our death is unknown, and how we're going to go is unknown. So, if you believe in that, COVID, when it's your time, it's your time. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's COVID or the motorcycle accident or. Falling off a cliff or cancer or whatever it's going to be. When it's your time, it's your time. And I just, I firmly believe COVID is something we just got to coexist with and move on. And there, the, the end in sight, there won't be an end until we figure that out. No. And as long as the government can have it as a control mechanism, um, it's it's not going to go anywhere. The the only answer I could ever come up with is when the government tells us. Yeah. Or here's I mean, in the it. in the Senate you don't have to wear a mask, but in the House you have to wear a mask. So when you cross that line, COVID's okay over here. I mean, you're oh. good. Well, that goes. But back the minute to, you cross this line, COVID's it's it's in there. That goes back to the beginning of this when it was okay to fly without a mask on yeah. because COVID didn't fly, or Walmart was closing at eight o'clock at night because COVID only comes out at night. Nobody knows anything about yeah. this. We know it's a cold, and it could affect old people really badly. And now we have a vaccination in process, so let's give that to old people if they want it, just like the flu. And let's just move on with our lives. Let's yeah. open America Did we back. mandate the flu shot ever? No. No, no yeah, no, imagine no, that. No. Yeah, yeah, isn't that weird? In, in all those years, we never mm. mandated that. But let's just go back to being, and, and this is the thing that really caught me off guard, and I think I really started paying more attention to this, was when I figured out they're asking us to do something we've never done. And that's not be free. Yeah. That's not go to a restaurant. It's not go to the mall. Yeah. That's, I, don't, I don't need an ID to vote, but I got to have one to go eat at your restaurant. Boy, how crazy is that? How crazy I, I, is that? I, I that blows me away because it just it, it you make no sense. It has to fit your narrative again. No, you're gonna have that passport to eat in my restaurant, but I don't need to tell you who I am to vote. Yeah, I I I, I don't I don't get that. Like I, honestly, I stutter with that, and I'm a professional broadcaster because that makes so less sense to me than anything else in the world. Mm-hmm. You're not a free country when you have to have a passport to eat in a restaurant. No, and this goes back to the people, the cancel culture that's out there. 
when you have the power to oppress someone by canceling them, mm-hmm. you are no longer oppressed. Yeah. Y- you just aren't. Well, that's a true statement. Yeah, and, and how aren't. about the family of Aunt Chimama doesn't get the royalties anymore because well, the picture's not on there anymore. So you were so worried about the picture, how, you just took the royalties away from that family. Good job. Uh, you, you know, here's, here's the stupidest part of our country, is that woman was the first female black millionaire in America because she sold her recipe to that company, and they paraded her around and paid her every step of the way. Mm-hmm. It was a tribute to her. You know the Cleveland Indians, the Guardians now, because they've changed their nickname? Do you know why they were called the Indians? They were the spiders before, but a little eight-year-old girl said, let's name it after this guy who played. At the time, he was the only Native American baseball player in Major League Baseball. Wasn't very good, but they named the team after him, and now they're changing it. What this generation needs to realize is there was a world before you, mm-hmm. and you have, to, you have to accept everything that was in that world. You can change it. You can change it. There were there was bad things in this world that we've obviously changed. You can change that all, but you can't take away that stuff. You can't take away Anchimimi. You can't take away Civil War monuments because those are what made us us. Mm-hmm. This is why I, I, I hate getting listener mail sometimes when this question comes up. When the question comes up of, well, how many people have you been with? That's none of your fucking business. That's a relationship. Somebody ender. asked that. Oh yeah. Oh, that, that, oh, all the time I get asked that. Like, what should I say? And, and I mean, Jemima Angle has been proven a myth. Okay. Let's see. And Jemima Angle's been proven a myth. If I'm wrong. Uh, let's see. I didn't even know how to spell her name. Myth. All right. Aunt Jemima Nancy didn't create the brand. No, she didn't create the brand. She she created the recipe and sold it to the brand. Uh, and move away to Aunt Jemima character. However, on social media, men expressed outrage. The origin, the initial recipe uh, from the mix was a brainchild of Chris Rutt, a former editorial. Okay. Okay. According to M.M. Martin, the slave in the box, the stranger career of Aunt Jemima, despite the novelty of her new product, Rutt underwent an encounter deeply branding it while wandering uh, the streets of St. Joseph, Missouri. Aunt Jemima brand is changing its name. Unfortunately, many were wrong. Were unable to sell their new Aunt Jemima product. They had no distribution network. A uh, 50-year veteran of the flower company, Nancy Green, was only able to invest necessarily capital in improving Jemima's recipe. So she added to it. Only knew how to market successfully. Nancy Green, 59-year-old servant for Chicago judge, fit the bill, born a slave plantation. Debuted, Greenworth both designated and resembled a giant flower barrel. Uh, inspirational figure. Our ruling, false. The rate Nancy, claim Nancy Green was the first role model uh, is false. All right, well, hey, I'm wrong. I can't use Aunt Jemima anymore. I, I'm okay to admit I'm wrong. Yeah. There you go. I won't bring it up anymore. No more Aunt Jemima. Uh, uh, no more, no more praising your, the black your, woman. That your, was the your first Aunt Jemima got canceled again today. Yes, it did. God damn it! That, this is why I like Mrs. Buttersworth Aunt, anyway. Aunt Jemima 2.0. Mrs. Butterworth will never be not Mrs. Butterworth. Yeah. 
Unless they change the bottle, those fucking bastards. Maybe we can bring up Uncle Ben's rice now. Uh, could that be a, an example of no deed, deed goes unpunished, talking about the Indians? It could. It could. That little girl tried to do something that was right. Yeah. It was wrong, though. Yeah, it's. I just fall back into, uh, and I'll do it every time, is it's America. Mm-hmm. Let's just be Americans. Let's let's just go back to make America nine twelve again if you have to, you know, with Graham Allen's way of doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's put our faith back into the police. You know, let's put our faith back into church. I mean, whatever happened to that? I mean, mm-hmm. again, I'm not the biggest church goer out there, but I again I know where I am in my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I know how my family feels about it, and and that's and that's really what matters. And it, and here's the thing: if you can. If you can protect what goes on in your home and you feel like you're doing what's right, then that should also be what goes outside your doors. Mm-hmm. And, if that's, right. and if that's what's really happening, then, hey, you're okay. It's like, I mean, I can help run three charities all day long, mm-hmm. but that doesn't make me any better than anybody. It just means I, don't, I, I love doing what I do. It, and, and see, that's the, that's the sad part is that nobody has that narrative anymore. They look at you and they go, oh, look at him, he's running three charities in a row. What a, what a show-off, what a scumbag. Yeah. You know, and instead of, the way I'd look at you, it's like, fuck, man, I'd want some time off. That's the way I'd look at you, but yeah. I know that's not you. I, I, I still wait for the, the I, I, one of my favorite things with all the charity work that we, we do is the people who say, man, I want to help. Okay, mm-hmm. come on. And they don't come. Right. And I'm okay with that because mm-hmm. it's it's not made for everybody. Because I no. we do an event every other weekend. Yeah, and, and it you've it, noticed it, I've it, never said I want to yeah. help, and it gets time consuming. Now we only do two hours, mm-hmm. and then now when Toys for Tots starts up, you know that's an everyday deal from one October to twenty two December, mm-hmm. and and Sherry supports it. My daughters come out and been a part of it, and and Chelsea, uh, my soon to be stepdaughter, has been a part of it. We mm-hmm. took we have taken toys to play. Uh, places and the people because we want we believe in what christmas is about i mean you do it for you you're doing it for you see that's the thing that people don't understand you're doing that to feed your own body you're not doing it to look good you're not doing it for a tax write-off you're not going to do all these things you're doing it for you if you get those other perks from it then that's a part of it yeah, I keep looking at my W-2 to see how much I got paid for all this volunteer yeah, work. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Isn't it yeah. crazy? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah, it, and, it and, checks and, in the mail. And, and I'm okay with that because, man, let me tell you, the payment that I get is when you see the kid yeah. smile at, at Christmas, when you, you see the stories. And I've got to work with some great people from the Santa Cops, people at Mesquite, mm-hmm. to, you know, even DPD. Uh, I believe, uh, I want to say uh, Sherry's uh, department that she – reserves without in Kaufman. I believe mm-hmm. they even do some stuff. And and it and when you have a bunch of people wanting to do good, man, that that's when it comes together. That's America. Yeah, oh, that is. And when that's exactly it right there. It's like you said a minute ago, feeding yourself. Americans helping Americans, that's America. Mhm. That right there, that's going to probably be my motto then. Americans helping America is America. There you go. That's easy to remember. Yeah. I I won't take any credit for it at all. 
I mean, as, as said on the Arnie State Show. Yeah. <laughs> ArnieRadio.com. Did I not sign anything before I came here? <laughs> ArnieRadio.com yeah. owns everything being said on this right now. Trademark. Damn. So I, how I own it, yeah. but hey, I'll give it back to you. Uh, I won't keep you too much longer. We're going to get going kind of early today. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I haven't really. Well, you know, I, if, is there anything if that you'd like to bring up that well, we haven't talked about? One thing about? I want to make sure that we say is I hope everybody today really takes a moment. And, and praise for the military families that are being notified today mm-hmm. of a loved one lost uh, if they weren't notified last night. I hope we take a time to really pray for the people that are still over there that are on the front lines trying to do a job that they're handcuffed into doing in an improper way, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to truly thank the, the men and women in blue and the, those who fight the fires for us. Just everything that is good in my heart that I feel that America stands for, the nurses on the front line, and that's another thing. We didn't touch base on it, but how are the nurses and doctors heroes yesterday, and now they're being fired if they refuse something today? Unbelievable. It, I mean, Unbelievable. It's, it's just stuff like that that just makes me sick. And that's when people ask me why I want to run and ask me what my platform is, I mean, it's just going to be as simple as America's treating American good is what it's all about. Right. And that's and that to me is where we have to just be at. So yeah, let's think about those men and women in uniform today and let's really just think about the red, white and blue. Uh does he have an Instagram she can follow? Do you have Instagram? I do have Instagram. I'm not the best at social media and I apologize for that. Go to Facebook. Uh, I do have Facebook. Yeah, so Facebook. if you go to uh Brian Patrick McNeil is what my Facebook is and then there is a link on there that goes to um, let me make sure I read this correct. So give me one second so I don't mess this up. It'll say Brian McNeil for Congress. Uh, so you can look up that. And then as far as Instagram goes, I don't do a whole lot there, but I will figure it out here you in a second. It's BMAC Marine. So that's, um, I'll do this in military terms. Bravo, Mike, Alpha, Charlie, Mike, Alpha, Romeo, India, November, Echo. So BMAC Marine, B-M-A-C, and then Marine. That is my Instagram. Um, welcome to follow me there, but Brian McNeil for Congress would be the quickest place. Okay. I like the A as Alpha because I, I like to think, you know, Arnie Alpha. Yeah. I'm not an Alpha. Uh, Derek says he's going to follow you on Facebook. It's a good follow. I, I mean, you put up stuff there all the time, and I read it, and I just – there, there, there's a story going on here locally uh, about a guy who's going to run for governor, oh, yeah. and all kinds of stuff going on. And and look, man, you you aren't afraid. This is what I this is what I I love about you and love about our friendship. And I've known you for a long time. Gosh, we I, I'm surprised we didn't bring up the life card days at oh, uh, Wedding Oh man, oh man. <laughs> but but I I know you. And I know that you're a good person when you say these things. There's no malice in your heart when you're saying these things. And I know that you're just, you are venting. You're letting your opinion be known. Because that's what Facebook's supposed to be about. Yeah. Well, and I, and I am mad about, so here, I know we were talking about the local story, and is it mm-hmm. okay if we touch base on that just oh, real absolutely. fast? So absolutely. So you have a guy named Alan West running for governor. And let me tell you, mm-hmm. I think Alan West is a great guy. I mean, he served his country, retired as a lieutenant mm-hmm. colonel. His wife pulled over, and then we start making these play on words, and I'm sure I'll probably get some hate for all this. But when you are arrested for suspicion of drunk driving, Mm -hmm. that's exactly what it is, suspicion of drunk driving. You can't scream on your social media the word, oh, they said suspicion. Well, that's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you're not being convicted of it. Yeah, you you, haven't we haven't convic- even gone to court yet. Yeah, you haven't been convicted you of it. You can't scream due process that she wasn't given due process because guess what? Due process is playing out right now. You're in the middle of it. Yeah, and then people are sitting there saying, well, the toxology report. And I'll say, well, here's where I, and I said this earlier when we were speaking off uh, air, he better hope the toxology report comes back point zero zero. Yeah. Because when you hold up a receipt screaming lemonade and water, mm-hmm. if it even comes back point zero two, yep. you just lost yep. because you said she didn't drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, he, look. I didn't understand any of it. Like, yeah. like when I saw the I saw the story happen, and I looked at it, I was like, and my brain started working because I've been in the media so long. And then he went to to social media and he did a video. Yeah, he just shouldn't have done that. Well, as a, as a person of his caliber, he should have just let it. Hey, support your wife. I'm all in yeah. on that deal. Just protect her honor. There's just a right way to do it. You say, hey, honey, we're gonna fight this in court, and we're gonna we're gonna you know vindicate you, and and this is how it's gonna work. But when you sit here and you go and vilify the police and you put the police and you put that person's badge number out there on blast. Yeah. I mean, God, I hope By we help way, I is, hope we help her. I think I think you're the one you're the the isn't that person on the DUI task force? Yeah, if they're, so they're trained a yes. little bit better. And I watched the video and here's the thing. Let's just I don't know what the speed limit was, but let's say it was sixty five. So if I'm counting 1,001, 1,002, and I do it, she traveled on the first time she went over the white line, eight football fields. The next time, 12 football fields. And it was a median. It wasn't a lane change. It was a median. Right. She was driving in the shoulders. Yeah, she was, she was off-roading it. And then when you get pulled over, who I've never seen anyone stop in the middle lane or what they call the second lane. Right. Then Dobbs tries to get out, hey, we're going to pull over. Well, let's pull over to this lane. Okay, hey, I'm going to get out again. Hey, we need to go to a safer place. I mean, how many times? Uh, look. If she wasn't drunk, great. But she certainly wasn't fit to drive. Something ha- I, I don't know what it is, but here's what stuck with me. Is he making really that much noise where he thinks this is a political attack on him? Yeah, well, because he, he I mean, he I mean, he really did come out full guns blazing on the – he wanted, and, and I thought this was ballsy, he wanted the district attorney of Dallas, mm-hmm. the, the police chief of Dallas, and then I forget who else it was. Mayor. The mayor of Dallas to come to his home. By Tuesday, which has come and gone. And apologize to him. And he lives in Garland, and a yeah. Garland police officer friend of mine, I won't say the name, said, I don't recall seeing the mayor, DA, or uh, chief <laughs> over here. Because it's just not going to happen. So now, hold on. Here's a great thing. Are you above due process? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I'd ask. Hey, Alan West, are you above due process? Are you so much above me that you can demand these three people come to your house and apologize to your wife, your 15-month-old, and whoever else you have right, in line right. to get apologized to? I, I, I don't know who I'm he's. Out. I, I don't know who he's playing to. I'm out. I'm just out. I mean, that right there to me. He lost any support that he would have had in law enforcement. And I saw that he came out and said, thanks for all the private messages. You know what? If you really are an officer that supports him, pop yourself out there on that. Show us who you really are. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't. I mean, so you sent a private message? Do we really know if an officer sent a private message? Because the officers yeah. I know are going to back the police officer. Yeah. And I commend the chief. We're back in the officer and the department the way he did. Well, and, and they released it. This is the one thing you can always tell. When they released the tape really quick, 
That means they know they don't have oh. any, you know. No, Wes said they edited it. Well, they so there's he's saying I noticed they left out the part of her talking about her brain aneurysm. I don't know how HIPAA laws work, but maybe they didn't play that for a reason because that's medical sure. information that they don't need to share. Mm-hmm. That you can come, oh, you released my wife's medical information. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, exactly. wait, so I mean, hey, the hot you're, coffee and McDonald's yep, again. Your lost, your lost, lost situation. So there. it's like, I mean, no, I don't think they. Oh, that's Alan West's wife. He's running for governor. Let's go get her. I don't. Yeah. I don't think that was part of it. And yeah, then, I, I don't know. And I've seen the comments on this page where people are saying, "Oh, they're just out to get you." No. Guess what? Hey, if you break the law, you just break the law. Will this turn into a black white thing? No, I believe it was a black officer. Okay. No, oh, but but poor. but the powers that be. Will, will this be trying to? And and mm, the, this is the narrative. I, I hope the, not. The narrative will be that black officer was told to do that. Yeah, I, I hope not. I I, I don't. I, I know I that's it. not the case, and I know that won't be the case as far as any person who has good thinking knows. But I can see people using that as a narrative. Yeah. Only my jaded side of the media knows that it, it could go down that way. I hope it doesn't. I mean, I've I've seen the tape. Look, she's driving well, erratically. She should have gotten pulled over. It's all going to be. I'm telling you, the toxicology report's going to be the tell all. And it, and man, if it's a point oh eight or worse. God, what do you say then? But if there's any, here's my thing. I don't care if it comes back .05. You you claimed lemonade and water. That's it. Do we know if she sat at the bar before she sat down? Well, wait, wait, wait. That that separate transaction. Remember the cup that was in the car. That had the alcohol smell. Well, that that was supposed to be an orange drink from McDonald's earlier in the day. Mm -hmm. That's what they said. Now, and the cops just threw it out. Why would the cops throw out the best piece of evidence they have? Yeah. Like, like, there's so much that doesn't add up, and, and I do like Alan West. I like Alan West. But this is just well, I still do. I just think that he handled this wrong. Well, I, I liked him politically. I don't. I, anybody who yeah. handles this like this is not somebody that I'd necessarily yeah. want to back up 100%. Well, if you did win governor, how do you think them troopers will look at you? Yeah. I mean, you just knocked their... The, their line of work. Um, how do you think the didn't second he say, biggest Didn't he compare them to Gestapo? Dallas? He compared them to Gestapo. Jesus. That's the that's just the easy thing to do now. Everything yeah. is compared to... The the police or the Gestapo? Yeah, no. Why can't the police just be the police who wanted to go do good? Because that doesn't fit the narrative like you said. The police are Nazis. That's the easiest thing to call somebody. And then you tell one Nazi joke on TikTok and they fucking take you off. God. Yeah. I told the joke on, I said, how high do Germans grass get? This high. And I did the arm thing, right? I can't laugh at this. No, I know you can't no. laugh at it. <laughs> no, I just. No, I it's just, a stupid it's, joke. Yeah, but it's a joke. Yeah, and that's the whole part of it. And yeah. to what they do by calling these people Nazis and things, all they're doing is watering down the word. Yeah. They have to go to a new word because they've wasted racist. Yeah. Racist is just. That, that's it. That, yeah. oh, you're if you racist. don't like potatoes, you're yeah, racist. Exactly. So now they got to go to another one, and then another one, and then another one. Yeah. Until we we don't we run out of people that are too too awful. Yeah. Well, I just want to say I I 100 appreciate you having me on your show today, Arnie, and I, I mm-hmm. hope you have me back. And you know, I just want to tell my family thank you for supporting me, and I love them very much for it. And uh, and that's all of them, even the ones that 
you know, may not think the way I think on all this. Mm-hmm. I, I know their family. I know they love me, and I really appreciate them. And, uh, you got one more question in you, though? I do. Okay. How did the troops look at Trump over his comments about John McCain? It's moot. If he wins, they'll support him opposed to someone who's defunding liberal causes. So what was the, what, what was the troops' take on what he said about John McCain? Well, one thing I've learned is I, I can't speak for troops. I mm-hmm. can speak for me. So, you know, I think Trump probably, again, he is a person who is not perfect, as we spoke on earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like the things that he said about McCain. McCain is a was a war hero yeah. and is still a hero. Yeah. And, and, and I feel McCain was a very honorable man who loved his country. I agree. Uh, does it make what Trump said about him, you know, change the way I feel about McCain? No. And that's, and that's again, the thing just because Trump said it doesn't make it right. It mm-hmm. just, that's just what Trump believed or how he saw McCain. And we don't know the conversations that him and McCain had sure. or the hate or love they had for one another or respect or non-respect. Right. But I just can't say that I can think that the military probably were like, wow, man, you're dogging McCain. That's our boy. But, you know, I mean, at least, hey, at least he said something. I mean, Biden doesn't even say anything. No, no. And and, and this is the thing. This is the thing. How does the military, I hate to say this, but mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're not allowed because that's not your job. Yeah. The government tells you how to think, and you have to follow what that guy who sits in that office, whether it be Donald Trump or, God forbid, right now, Joe Biden, mm-hmm. those troops have to follow what he says. Yeah. And, and that's just the rule. That, that's why you do respect the office of the president is because you have to listen to what he says, and it yeah. sucks. Well, it's, you, you know, like it's, 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 it's like uh, – you got to wonder how many people would turn their back on Biden if he knocked on their door to tell them their loved one come home. And mm-hmm. I use that analogy because, you know, Lightfoot in Chicago, you know, couldn't, oh, even, couldn't even get Ella French's name correct. And the officers, I think the best statement ever right there was when those officers stood up and turned their back to her. Boy, and, and I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And then Lightfoot got her, her next nail in that coffin by not allowing it to be a big public memorial service. Oh, yeah. She because won't she win had again. to get she she had oh, I don't, how did that thing win anyway? Well, I mean, or is everybody in the Chicago vote. blind? No, it's because people don't care about the vote, and that's why I keep saying, and I've said it numerous times today, is every vote in every level matters now more than ever. When you see the power of these mayors, I mean, and look at Clay Jenkins. Oh God, he's he's not even a I mayor. Mean, it is it is a it is it is about power. We spoke on it, and doesn't he live with his mom, or is that just a myth too? I don't know. Clay Jenkins living yeah. with the mom. I've heard about that. I've heard it. I don't know if it's true or not, but if he does. And she does wear combat boots. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's just those those things like that, your vote matters on every yeah. level. And, I mean, do the – do. But here, and whatever happened to good politics yeah. also? Oh, I mean, why does everyone ha- – I mean, like, to me, Reagan was a great politician. He didn't have to go put people down. He just – Oh, the mud is He won 49 states for a reason. Oh, the, Come back with me on this journey. Everybody supports winter. They yeah. love it when the mud is slung. And they want to get behind the best mudslinger that's out there. Until yeah. they come to their senses and then they vote for the good old grampy man that we're supposed to be told. 85 million people voted for him. It's, it's asinine. And the thing I'm trying to get to is 
Chicago, do they not look at the candidates? How many times have you ever seen someone that ugly win a mayorship? Yeah. Win something higher than a dog catcher. I mean, honestly, she is Mayor Gollum. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how Lori Lightfoot did it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think Kamala Harris ate some ass, you know Lori Lightfoot had to. Yeah, and Kamala Harris to be a VP, that that's still one I'm baffled by. As much as she called out Biden in the... Well, I mean, uh, that's just, to me, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. They made somebody, the vice president of the United States, who didn't even get 2%, 2% of the primary. Yeah. 2%, and now this person is a heartbeat or a pen signing away from being the president of the United States? Yeah. Can I, you explain that to me? Well, I guess the intern will be the new VP. Oh, that fucking thing. Oh, I, it, you've seen that video? It's just, it, it's, it's, we've made our country a joke. Mm-hmm. And that's why we just got to get it back. Oh, there was something that Addict Brian wrote earlier that I wanted to ask you. If you've seen this video of this, what looks like she's dressed in a soldier's outfit. Okay. Responding and saying that she will shoot you if martial law is declared. Have you seen or heard any of this? I haven't this? seen or heard this. Okay, yeah, it, I, I saw it kind of in passing last night. It was it was some Karen yelling at the screen in this young lady in uniform, what looked like uniform. I, I don't know the official dress, and I don't want to even try to. But she's talking about how, yes, I did sign up for this, this, and this, and if martial law is declared, then you are my enemy. Huh. And I saw it, and I, and I just I, I just flipped going. Yeah, I, kept going the screen I haven't I seen that. And martial law is such a... Slippery slope, anyway. I mean, that's... martial law is the most anti-American thing that's out yeah. there. I mean, you know that martial law was uh, ena- it, it was enacted in Louisiana after Katrina. Mm-hmm. Ser- this is serious. No, I know this. They confiscated the weapons of this area, this one parish, and in the next cycle of taking numbers, crime rates jumped three hundred percent because it was on the news that now all the legal gun owners had to give their guns up. During Hurricane Katrina. Hmm. And nobody... I, I saw that and I made a big deal about it because I'm like, hey, this is... Well, that's just some little town in Louisiana. Nobody gives a shit about... No, that's America. Mm-hmm. It doesn't how it. Oh, oh, if... Oh, here you go. You want to watch the video? Sure. Here, I can turn the screen a little bit here. Let's see. Make sure I don't knock everything. That's okay. It's empty. All right. So let's see. Play this. That's the link to the video. I don't know why it's not working. Did I pull anything out? Uh, go to link. Oh, yeah. That's what I want to do. Okay, here we go. Here we go. What's up, TikTok? So this happened. This is a message for our United States military. The Air Force, the Army, the Marines, the Navy, Coast Guard, SpaceX. SpaceX? You mean the program that was made by the guy who makes Teslas? Space Force, my guy. Moving right along. Everybody that considers himself a, a person that would defend this fucking country, where are you? I'm at work, defending this fucking country. We thought the military took an oath to protect this country. They took an oath to protect our Constitution. That includes enemies, foreign and domestic. We did take that oath to protect and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. You know, domestic. Like a woman who decided to drive her vehicle through a National Guard vaccination tent. But keep that same energy. 
Where are you, military? Because if you're leaving it up to the American people, you need to let us know because everybody's on the edge of their seat. You've got millions and millions of gun owners that are ready to walk out and just start a complete fucking bloodbath. And we're beginning to wonder where our fucking military... I mean, I'm no expert, but that sounded like a terroristic threat. Because not you talking about a bunch of gun owners going out and starting a bloodbath. Like, have you never heard of the Insurrection Act? There's reasons why the military doesn't deploy within the U.S. And if they did, your little good old boy system is not going to fare well for you. Understand that if active duty military actually get deployed within the United States, that weapon is not just pointed at other people, other countries. It's pointed at you. If you do not get in your house when I tell you to, you become the enemy. Martial law. You know, where your rights get curtailed. You don't have all those same freedoms that the Constitution guarantees at that point. So be careful what you wish for. And stop opining about things you don't understand. Okay, bye! What are your thoughts? Well, I think... I think the... I think she kind of spoke some truth there. I mean, you don't want that. Uh, we are sworn to protect foreign and domestic. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... Thank there, you for the link, by the way, Attic Brian. Yeah, I mean, there, that's that's a pretty pretty strong video uh, from both of them, actually. Well, but but here's <laughs> the thing: what does that fir- what does the loud woman want? Uh, apparently, a bloodbath. But, but but why? Wait, wait, wait! Before the bloodbath, why does she want the military in the streets? Is it really that bad out here? Uh, a- am I not seeing it? I, I I mean, I live in a major town in yeah, America. Yeah. I don't know why I, I I'm not calling for the military in the streets. Yeah, I don't. I, I think the sheriff of Rockwall County is doing pretty good. And I'll say this right now: if the military was deployed in the streets of our yeah. our our town, and they came up to my front door, armed to the teeth, because martial law had been declared, because something fucking ab- just crazy happened. Yeah, I'm probably gonna stay in my house. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just probably because. Good movie to watch would be Under Siege. Yeah. Denzel Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Not not the Stephen Seagal one. Yeah. Not the Seagal one. No. 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 Is that is that the right name of the movie Under Siege? Hunt for Red October. Which one? The what? one with Denzel Washington. Was that Under Siege? No. That uh, that... No, that was Stephen Seagal. What, so what? I'm trying to think of the one that uh, with Bruce Willis, Denzel Washington. Um, oh. Martial law was declared. Oh, I don't even know that one. Oh, I wish I could remember the name of that movie. Somebody will figure it out. I'm here. sure somebody. I didn't realize you were getting hit with messages over yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to look at the messages all the time. Uh, Brian, thank you for your service to this nation, and I wish you the best in your congressional campaign. There you go. Appreciate Very that. Nice. Uh, all right. So uh, that's going to, like, like literally, I don't have really much of a problem with that military. I don't know if that was a guy or a girl. So I can't <laughs> tell anymore. Uh, Brian, thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, we're going to call it a day. The Siege. The Siege. The Siege. Okay. I knew you. some. I'm, I'm Googling it now. Yeah, you're, you were close. To it. Uh, that's going to do it for us today. We will be back Monday, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. And uh, quick kudos going out to Brady Kid. Happy one year. the grass was green.
didn't seem like things were all that bad I bet we walked a thousand miles Chopping cotton and pushing plows And learning how to give it all we had As life went on and years went by I saw the light in daddy's eyes And felt the love in mama's hands They kept us warm and kept us fed Taught us how to look ahead Now looking back I understand We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Those fertile fields are never far away We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced Dressed up in hand-me-downs Just in time together with church Sometimes I think how long it's been And how it impressed me then It was the only day my daddy wouldn't work We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Those fertile fields are never far away We were walking in You will always be the 
complete And as long as there's a breath in me I'll make yours just as sweet As we look into the future It's as far as we can see So let's make each tomorrow Be the best that it can be my heart and promise to give all I've got to give to make all your dreams come true in all the world you'll never find a love as true as mine and if It starts to storm You've got the promise of my love To keep you warm is outside waiting to arrest him.